Hear ye, and get ye hype, travelers, for in the last episode of Live and Let Dice, Melak entertained as he readily does in a tavern whence he met a strange man. Fetch me the asset, he said, with a bark, and no questions do you understand. For the company set out with metal in hand to make a penny or two, braving dangerous beasts and an underground horde, they did what they had to do. After harrowing fights and many a blight, they attained the asset true. But upon return to the town, through that perilous woods, what then would brave Melloc and company do? Welcome to Live and Let Dice, everyone, today. My name is Cody Jahe, and I will be your Dungeon Master. Joining us tonight are wonderful players. Zach, go ahead and introduce yourself. So my character is Zanvin the Rogue. I am the MVP of the last episode of the group, basically. <laughs> Put the team on my back. No, I'm just kidding. I am just the uh, smooth talker, the sketchy character in the bunch, surrounded by a bunch of, of uh, goody two-shoes, frankly. All right, Teeny, go ahead. <laughs> I'm playing Stolas, the resident warlock. And uh, who's the scruffy guy down here with the goatee? That's got to be Devin. Oh, Devin, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a full on beard. So no, deep, man. Like... <laughs> no. Go I ahead, am Devin. Nelloc the Magnificent, the halfling bard. And if, you, uh, if you've seen our commercials, you know, you know Devin. Uh, uh, Dean, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, my character's name is Burn Dawnbringer, and he is a big ass badass. Yeah, he was. Some highlights from last week. Zach, go ahead. Let's bring up that art. Let's see what we're working yeah. with this week. Oh, man. Start of the episode, we met the stranger. They got sent on a journey to collect the asset. We got Zanvin over here. He's just killing everything for everyone. Right? I know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure I drew is when he was sneaking up behind that orc that was by the fire. Dude, it looks great. I love it so much. Yeah, once I remove the uh, sword from its sheath, I cannot return it until I spill the blood. So. <laughs> oh, man, here's Burn cutting out the uh, goblin chief in half. The Nasher. <laughs> yes, Nasher. He gnashed the Nasher. You did. All right, everyone. Welcome. Thank you for coming in tonight to play some D&D. Uh, when last we left off, we were inside of a cave, and we had a uh, goblin boss just explode into loot. Devin found a mysterious key and started using it, and that's where we are. He Let also me... found a shiny rock. He did find about. a shiny rock. And we have the asset. You have the asset. As a group, what a... Let me bring up this cave map. <clears throat> what do you yeah, want to just... do next? Uh, we finish... Uh, just take everything... I feel like we could probably carry everything, and we need gold. We are low on gold as a team. I think Forget I'm the most I... broke. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely gonna... can. Yeah, I haven't spent any I say put the asset 
into my stomach because the key turned me into a bag of holding. Yes. That's yes. right, it did. <laughs> yeah. His skin is a, a luggage suitcase. And I kind of want to see if it can survive, like if, if beings can survive inside of me. So, oh, hold on. You want to what? <laughs> I want to. I want to see if if beings can survive inside of me. Uh, yeah. So you you kind of have fit around this cave for a little bit. Um, I'm actually going to to assume a little bit that after this big fight, are you guys resting here or are you leaving? Let me ask that before I take. I'm almost dead. I think we should go back to. It's nighttime still, right? Is this a uh, safe place for us to rest? Yeah, I mean, at this point, you have about six wolves that are chained to the wall. From yeah. where you guys are at, you That's are fine. That's exactly why I'm thinking we should leave, because if someone unchains those wolves, we got to deal with the six Yeah, wolves. but they're at the beginning of the cave, and we're behind the hidden door. Correct. That is true. That is Hang true. on, Cody. I've got a meta question for you. Yeah, man. What's up? So, in a lot of other RPGs, Sure. Once you level up, you get all your stats replenished and your health mm -hmm. is back up. And you did level us up at the end of the game. So do we even need to rest? Uh, you do. Okay. <laughs> to For your level up to take effect, because we're playing hardcore mode. Hell yeah. Yep. Uh, you can rest in the dungeon. There is no rule against that. Uh, some dungeon masters are kind of weird about it. I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, you guys have cleared the cave. You are behind a secret wall. If you would like to rest, you are safe to do so at this point. That being said, it is an active lair. So if goblins come back, you are technically in their area. Oh, and to, to answer Devin's question from earlier, since I didn't ask it, <clears throat> you attempt uh, to manipulate this key. It goes into your skin. You have realized that when you tap the key and touch something, you can just absorb it into your body. It turns into a tattoo according to its size. Okay. When you try to absorb the child, it does not enter your tattooed body. That's probably for the best then I would imagine. Probably. Well, let's let's rest in shifts. Together, I'll take right? the first. I'll take the first shift. Sleeping, resting. I mean. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, last game I got knocked out, and then Zach brought me back. How much HP do I have now? Um. At this point, it's not going to matter if you're long resting. Uh, oh, okay. But I would say I want to say you're you're like your last quarter of health. He gave you. I think two d four plus four. I think he has like four hit points. I don't think I yeah. work particularly well. In the, uh... Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's so fine. You're... I'll stay up and watch. Okay. So Melok's taking first watch. Who's going to take second watch? I'll well, I'm, I'm sleeping. Oh, you're yeah, sleeping? First watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll take first he's watch. He's taking watch. I'm taking the first sleeping shift. Gotcha. Sanvin. <laughs> first watch. We have uh, Danny Lee, Eric, and Kensington in the chat. Just wanted to get welcome, out. welcome. What's up, boys? All right, who's taking second watch? I'll take second watch. Okay. Burn called me out. I'll quit being a dick. I'll take second <laughs> rest. Okay. Who's taking third and fourth? Or, or I mean, realistically, you probably could do three just for everybody to get in. But who wants to take third watch? Let's Stoloff take third watch because Dean is like the worst shape of all of us. He needs the most rest. True. Agreed. Perfect. Um, 
Yeah, your night passes uh, uneventfully. Yay! Yay! Fantastic. You awaken in approximately eight hours later. Uh, it was dusk by the time you guys got here. Uh, the sun was receding. Uh, it is now daytime, uh, bright daytime, about nine in the morning. The weather is partly cloudy but sunny. Nice. And you are free to leave. Um, yeah. So you get back to this door. Let's uh, let's get the first roll of the night. You got in through a statue. How do you plan to get out? Oh shit! Oh, and those of you with with food rations, if you would please subtract one day's worth of rations from yes. your inventory. Dean has all of our rations right now. Okay. Do I? Yes, we gave them to you once we got them. That's why you got attacked by all those wolves. You had all that dry fish on you. Uh, Dean actually gave me uh. Yeah, I gave her two the fish. Yeah, he gave me two days worth of rations. So, um, yeah, don't I'm subtract gonna... mine if you have any. I don't. Being so small, do I still subtract half? What do you mean half? I'm very, I'm very, I'm very little. You are very little, but it, it's kind of a loose concept for food. Just one I day know, worth I'm of just, rations. I'm just you being know. a shithead. Uh, we also have those blackberries from the last episode. Can we uh, see if the asset Ooh. would like blackberries? Um, he's been in this cave with these. I feel like they're not feeding him very well. Yeah, let's check him out. What does he look like? So he is a is very very young. I would say probably ten months old, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of starting that solid food area. Uh, kind of gaunt for his age, unfortunately. Uh, beautiful bright blue eyes, like very light skin, little patch of blonde wispy hair, and two small little wings poking out the back. Um. Yeah, and wrapped in like old dead people rags because goblins. So, uh-huh. dead people rags. Yes, sir. Stained, muddy, and gross. Probably needs a new diaper at this point. I'm going uh, to go and clean off its clothes in the stream or the little yeah. pool. Give it, give it some some freshness, freshen up the asset. All right, <laughs> you you do so, uh, Devin. Give me some dexterity to wash this baby. I'm not washing the baby. I'm I'm Wash swapping clothes? the clothes in there. Okay. Yeah. I ain't handling the baby. That's that's not Melox cup of tea. Do you have precedigitation just out of curiosity? I did not take precedigitation. Oh man. Had you had precedigitation, you could just clean like a five foot surface. Well, I've got a oh, what's it called? Mage hand. You sure. Do that. Yeah. Just do it at arm's length, keep it away from you, make sure it's you know doesn't yeah. soil your beautiful clothing. Let's He's mage got, hand that asset clean. He's got yeah. good arms though. You do so. Uh he's refreshed and much happier. Uh the blackberries, you kind of have to mash them into a paste, but he will eat them. All right. I'll subtract one from my card of blackberries. What, you gave him just a singular uh, blackberry? <laughs> no, 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 no. We have five we have five cartons worth. I'm oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, wow. Motherfucker. One single berry. <laughs> Just one. Uh, yeah. sustenance for the child. <laughs> um, go ahead and give me perception to find your way out of this cave. You know how to get in. Let's see if you can find how to get out. I rolled 19 plus. Let me see what my other one is. I got 24. Yeah. So, Zanvin, there's a pretty obvious rope hanging from the roof stuck to a pulley system. And after a little bit of a wiggle waggling on it, it opens, and you are free to leave. Hey, let's leave. Uh, as after you make... we gather all of our gear. 
from, oh yes uh, the arrows and the smiter and everything all the weapons that we can hold are you are you taking all like the crappy goblin single use items oh, yeah. Yeah. we can get our hands on yeah kind of kind of as you're looking at them uh just just as, i mean you could take them that's fine but you they're very crude like they're carved sticks for spears uh, the daggers they had are just like sharpened bone pieces that they found. Nah, I'm good. I won't take them then. Come on, boys. Okay. You know you're better than that. Can we just throw them at dogs and shit? Uh, you can do whatever you want with them, Burn. If you want to take them and use them, that's fine. Uh, I will say <laughs> if you were to look at the durability meter, they're on like one out of a hundred. So, goddamn. Yeah, I'm leaving right? them. They're, they're are, are you crappy. Really, are you going to really waste a turn with a crappy? Bone dagger okay. than your sword. God, yeah, burn, you idiot. Why are you throwing him at dogs? Burn's still not <laughs> feeling well from almost dying twice last episode. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm overly cautious. No, it's fine. It's fair. Uh, yeah, you make your way past the, the rocks where Zanvin almost got crushed and died. Uh, do you keep the skull? The skull that yeah, I the, you're hiding, the, like the, the sever head. Yes. No, that thing is useless. All right, you just discard it into the ground. The fire has died down towards the entrance. Yeah, it uh, smells. The wolves in there will kind of howl at you as you walk by as they are chained. Um, all five of them, they're still chained up and hanging out. Other than that, there doesn't <clears> seem <throat> to be any flow of traffic, so they're probably just going to die in here. Cool. That suck. Cool beans. Now the real question is, what do you do now? We um, need to we start to... making our way back to town. Yeah, we have to get the asset to the guy who hired us. Aren't we due for a funeral as well? At some point, you have you have some time before that actually begins to take place. Yeah, you guys oh, arrived early. Do we even know if that's actually a thing? Because the, the guy who hired us wrote us those letters. Oh come on, <laughs> come on. Are we going to hand this asset over to him, boys? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Maybe what do y'all think about it on our travel or on our walking back? Oh, yeah. I'm assuming mm -hmm. this is walk banter. Oh, yes, for sure. Well, what do you boys want to you think we could fake it? Oh, my God. Do you if, have we the... if we don't give the child over, then a giant space turtle is going <laughs> to. So here's here's Possibly what I right? It's a dragon it's turtle, really, but yeah. it's a dragon it's really turtle. Really cute. It's a really cute little asset, and it's also an angel, which is way outside my wheelhouse. Not not quite fully angel. Do you you guys can actually give me history or arcana if you'd like to find out more about Asimar? Yeah, let's do that. My history is negative one. Nice. My, ar my, arcana, plus two. I got nine. my arcana is plus three, so that's going to be a modified five for me. My arcana is also a negative one, so I'm not going to roll. Oh, I should get my stuff. My arcana Dean, roll, is a you modified get a nine. <laughs> okay, still us. Uh, mine is plus three on arcana. All right, go ahead. Uh, did you roll a d20 yet and add three? Not yet. Let me see. All right, when you're ready. 16. 16. You, after kind of observing and thinking about, you know, how many books you have read, being a scholar yourself, know that the Asimar are, while they are rare beings, they are either part elf, <coughs> excuse me, 
slash part angel, or they are blessed creatures that uh, are given to this world every so often. Um, just kind of at random, usually through angelic or divine means. Um, they are rare creatures, but they are not the rarest of creatures. If that makes sense. Kind of like the opposite of like a tiefling, how tieflings half demon. Like a peacock. <coughs> Can I roll insight to just like see if it'd be the right thing to do? Um, I will give you this one for free, Devin. Here, give me sorry, give me one T here. You just kind of thinking through your own brain as they narrate for you here. Think about the ramifications of what a giant dragon turtle the size of an island who they have struck a pact with that not only it doesn't satisfy this creature's needs it causes them to actually still have established trade so without it you have a feeling that it would kill many many more people on boats or vessels or things like that okay than in just which one case child. i'm boats going to ask him to if that. i can <coughs> feed that baby to the turtle uh sure that sounds cool. You want to personally feed the baby to the turtle? I would like to be a part of something so big and divine. I could be fun. You oh, definitely the magnificent after all. So, as the moral compass of the group, Burn doesn't like the idea of a child sacrifice, but at the same time, the greater good almost demands it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get in the way of something that's already been happening. Well, Ben, sure. here's the alternative as far as I see it. We put that child up on your shoulder, we put me inside of the carriage, and as soon as he pulls back the cloth, I'll thunderboom him, we'll yeet the hell out of Dodge, and that'll be that. And then you're a child. We're level two though. <laughs> Yeah, now but I have to raise I've, I've a kid. got a pretty powerful little thunderclap spell. Are you going to take on the challenge of raising a, a, a newborn there, Melok the Magnificent? It's, it's going to be kind of like Lone Wolf and Cub, but oh. we've got more folks. Yeah, like, definitely. Like four, four, four Wolf and Cub. <laughs> okay. And maybe we could pawn it off to the highest bidder as well. Oh, we already have a high bidder, bidder be though. A turtle That's true. Faith. That's a very good point. Well, then <laughs> yeah. you are the fiscally sound oh, Presumably, not to sway your vote here, you are going to eventually leave the island. So that is a direct we have to go back to you as well. Just as a, a secondary idea. Not that I'm trying to persuade you either way. <laughs> I'm down for whatever. Are we almost there? Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's about a half day's walk. Um... You have well, yeah. Nothing happens. Nothing eventful on the road. I rolled a one. Literally, nothing happens. Hell yeah, baby! That was disappointing. Nice. We might we might get to the funeral after all. All right, and you arrive late at night to the drunken Drake. Where names wrote down. Terrence, the Warforged, is just hanging out. The metal Terrence. man? The metal man, just washing bottles, and he kind of gives you a robotic nod as he continues with his little daily chores inside there. Uh, 
he's not super good at the uh, the human touch of things. So there's just, like dust places and like probably not the cleanest kind of uh, carpets or beds. But we just rested in a goblin cave. We don't care. Yeah. And you return home, and he uh, says, "Do I do I know you? You've been here before, right?" Yeah, we you don't here. remember my magnificent performance? Oh, hmm, mm, loading. Yes, I do. Welcome, welcome back. That's Did you exactly pay? what I thought. Go ahead, give me a mead and room temperature, please. It goes down easier. I'll have he a nods. seat up there on that stage, and I'll stop playing. He uh, grabs a cup, walks down the hallway uh, to the dragon statue that perpetually pours meat out of its mouth, uh, puts the cup under it, and comes back to you with some room temperature meat. Wonderful. And you begin to play. Doom, 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 doom. All right. Uh, You're dirty. You're gross. You eat. And night begins to fall. And same rooms as last time, I'm guessing? Yes, I would like to wash up. All right. As they have been talk us through your cleansing ritual. Uh Bernie sleeps in this bed. Well, there's a there's a tub and I assume some uh uh single use toiletries, I imagine, some soaps, some shampoo, some lye uh, if you will. Sure, yeah. Yeah, just uh, you know, give them give me a little one two and and I'm clean. <laughs> Do you, do you take your over under <laughs> into the bath with you? Do I what? Do you take your weapons into the bath with you? I take my spear dagger, not oh. in the bath, but in the bath area. Gotcha. All right, Malak, you want to play? You want to give me performance, or are you just kind of just plucking? That's going to be a modified twenty. <laughs> Terrence is. It. Terrence loves it. We'll put Metal mind has never seen anything. Like wow! That. At this point, the uh, the client and his entourage are not here yet. They are not here. You have okay. some time. Uh, you think he's probably going to work under cover of darkness, as I see. was last time. Can we do something kind of meta? Sure, bud. Can we ask whoever's watching what they would like to see done with the child? Oh yeah, yeah. I if you're watching, be, and we'll we role have... play to that. We have an angel baby that we need to give our client so that it may be sacrificed to the turtle dragon god. So do we feed the, the baby to the turtle or do we make off with it? Give us your thoughts. Or do you take the best car and run? Oh, we're, we're gold, maybe? <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't get Disney copyright. Sorry, Disney. It was a joke. Would be the first copyright we've broken. So, <laughs> uh, well, while we're waiting for the chat, I guess uh, Burn and Stolos or where are you guys at? No, yeah. I'm gonna be standing outside. Okay, Stolos. As uh, as the evening rises, um, you you love the dark, especially being this this dark warlock esque person, right? continuing your journeys reading through what powers can make you stronger and uh as you're hanging out outside kind of just stargazing there's a single pinprick of red light and it's almost as if it grows a little brighter as you stare at it and you're kind of bathed in this red light and then it kind of fades and it kind of just keeps 
moonlighting you like on and off on and off as it does that uh one of our listeners says give the child a bowl of bone broth and someone says child protective (laughs) services (laughs) i'm going to offer the child a little sip of my mead while i'm just rocking i brought the i want to bring the child up on stage with me oh yeah says sacrifice it get paid celebrate eric's my kind of guy that a boy eric <laughs> if I were a player, but I'm not. So I'm just here to narrate. And I'm done with my my bathing at this point. All right. You uh dress, I guess. Yep. And Burn, I'll go into a... the main hall with my dagger spear. And uh that's it. Just 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 the dagger spear. Okay. You can sit over like over here. And uh, yeah, one of our listeners says, who's the yellow dot? Why are they sleeping in different rooms? Burns the yellow dot. He's sleeping in a different room uh, because it has a massive bed. And this is like a private suite. And then us three are in these smaller beds. The uh, difference is uh, Burns suite doesn't have like a shower type area. It's just a bed with like a burn also snores. So fuck that. Where's the asset in this picture? Can oh, we go okay. the asset too? <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, I guess the assets with uh, Melloc. With Devin, he's that little blue on top of the green. What uh, what are you up to, Burn? Um, well, I'm sharpening all my blades because cleaving an orc in half isn't uh, the best for blade health. Okay. And uh, do you have a specific room you'd like to be in? Uh, just the one with the bear rug is fine. Sorry, I'm actually putting letters down so it's a little easier for people here instead of just blobs of stuff. Burn with his blades. Then we have... Stolas. Stolas is hanging out on the roof? That's outside on the porch. On the porch. And Zanvin. I like to be in the corner here. All the way to the bottom right. Bottom right. Zanvin. There's two Zanvins. You see a clone of yourself. Bro, I did roll 28 last time I was here, so. So I'm going to like you, make your lighter color so you pop a little more. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so are you waiting for the asset, Stolas? Uh, or to the, the client to arrive? Or how how long do you guys stay up? Let me ask you that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of keeping an eye out. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to be I'm not up. really sure when to expect this guy. And I'd rather not be like asleep when it happens. <laughs> yeah, he already got the jump on us once, so I'm not letting him get the jump on us. <coughs> what, Sam, oh, go ahead. What exactly was Stolas looking at? Something outside. You weren't there to know. Oh, oh man. Sorry, Burn. Stolas should let other people know what's going on, maybe. <laughs> uh, how about no? In this bar? What if yeah. it's important? Scream it across the bar? No. <laughs> There's no what's... one else here. Or is it packed? Like, what's going on? Uh, no one else is here. Uh, local local tavern is quiet tonight. There are actually two taverns in town. Um, oh. You were stationed at the cheaper one. Uh, Devin, what was your question? I'm so sorry. Uh, it was just answered. I asked if there are any patrons in oh, this nope. tavern. Uh, I can roll for it, I guess, too. Sure. Um, yeah, there we go. Sorry, bear with me here. 
Dean, once you're or burn, once you're done, you can come sit on the table with me. All right, I'll head over there right now. Dahlia enters. From... What up, what up, B baby? Oh, she's gonna see that I was lying. So I'm I'm gonna sing a song about just how gosh darn impressive Burn was in battle last session, mm. and uh, I'm singing it a little louder just to get Dahlia's attention, and then I'm motioning my eyes over to Burn. Does my twenty get me that? Uh, I will have you re-roll. Okay, because um, this is in particular. Sure. All right. I noticed. Uh, what is what does she look like? What does she look like? So she is the Khajiit lady from uh, Dahlia's uh, imports. She's a Tabaxi. All right. So I noticed this Tabaxi walk in, and I just rolled another modified twenty for performance. Wow. And I'm trying to be like, "Yo, that burn dude over there. He's, he's uh, the shit." She does not seem interested. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, her perception was a five. Uh, she's not super listening to you. She's actually talking to the bartender about something uh, quietly as you play the music. Okay. Uh, at this point, it's probably about eight in the evening. You've spent the most of the day walking back. Uh, you've showered, or those of you that have, have, I should say, um, and have kind of taken care of yourselves. Uh, she will just kind of order some food and... Nope, doesn't take notice to your song. She rolled a one. She's just kind of oblivious to the world, fidgets with her rings. I hope these rolls um, keep up when we get into conflict. Right? Dang, this dice is bad. Burn. It's a four? Yeah, she does not care, Devin. I'm so sorry. Did the child like the mead? Did the child like the mead? It has sat well in his stomach. It's a 15. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, good. So... All right, she will leave, and the night passes. Um, fast forward. Uh, it's eight now. Six more hours post. Damn. Where the hell is this guy? <clears throat> Burn's getting upset. Okay. What uh? What do you do in your six hours, Burn? How? I mean, you're upset, yes, but can you can you give me something else? Um, I'm just playing the. Uh... Card games with Zanvin on the table. Okay. And uh, if I can, I would like to read this book that I got from the loot, Lost Tales. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what's in it. Sure. Where would you like me to put you? Are you still outside or would you like to come inside? Uh, no, I'll come in. I'll sit uh, on the same or, or on the table next to where Burn and Zanvin are. Look right here. Yeah, right there. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so Lost Tales is a collection of folk stories uh, from around this region, specifically kind of regarding um, this floating island. Apparently, uh, it was such a nuisance that the and sinking merchant ships that it developed a taste for the finer things. And uh, they figured out that if they dump over copious amounts of gold a couple times a year and make a sacrifice to it of something special and rare, specifically of uh, humanoid descent, that the the dragon turtle is satisfied. Uh, it's also said that if you can find it surfaced while it's sleeping, there are great riches on its hide. It actually has like a uh, like a full kind of like seaweed forest on its back. Uh, it's very, very, very old. So and it also kind of describes uh, this folk tale about how Fort Megalodon was actually formed 
that there used to be um, this giant, giant megalodonic shark that used to swim in these oceans that the dragon turtle actually killed. And uh, <clears throat> the people indigenous to the island uh, had it washed up on shore and eventually began to build this fort uh, commemorating the shark. And it's Joss sit o- sits over the gate to the uh, the island. Very cool. Yeah. I'd like to to relay the bit about the treasure to Zanvin, who seems to really enjoy uh, the finer things in life. A little, little sparkle in my eye when I hear that tale. Uh, it also tells you a little bit more about the Darkwater Archipelago, that while there are a fair amount of good races that live here, there are also like an entire underwater, underwater city of mermaids, uh, several pirates that loot uh, opposite of the Maelstrom of you. And then many other water type people called Sahagin, which are fish people that live indigenous to some of the other islands. Um, and they worship the great glowing light in the sky. And uh, there's a sketched picture of it. It looks like the old lighthouse that is uh, to the south on the island. Is that what the light she was looking at earlier? Nope. The F. I know, right? The hell was that? Oh, man. Oh, player knowledge. Anyways, uh, Melok, what are you doing in your time spent? Do you keep playing the whole time with the... the no, I got bored of playing. I went up to the bar, started drinking. I'm shooting the shit with the Khajiit. Okay. Are you just hanging Size out with business. the child? Oh, she has left at this point. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought she left. Yeah. Melok is faded. He still thinks she's there. <laughs> you, you, you were talking to this child that you're holding, presumably, I guess, still. How's, how's things, baby? You talk literally. <laughs> uh, it just kind of babbles at you. Uh, it has gone trying to sleep. Oh, you want tired. some more mead? Sure. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah. I'm allowed to give infant children alcohol. This is Faerun. This is not Faerun. This is an angelic baby. Actually, they have not sat down yet. Uh, entering. Into the tavern. Uh, uh, okay, I got it to a race. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and the client. As he is flanked by his contingent of guards. Hey, you had to pick up the shithead. I think it pooped itself. <laughs> he says, great. I'm so glad that you have retrieved this asset for me. Your goods will be delivered in the morning if you'd be so good to give the child to me. And ah, out of your hair. I don't know how I feel about that. About that. Where's the goods? And I'll give you the baby. Uh, he snaps his fingers. And I will flip in my DM journal to make sure I get all the loot right, because I wrote it down. Like a good DM. He says, I, I have made preparations for the cart to be arrived for the morning for you, but I have upon payment. And he sets down the two crates that contain all of the potions promised to you and a large sack of gold. I'm not digging I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like my payment up front. We just risked life and limb to fetch you this asset. We didn't agree to take payment after the fact. Indeed. 
this journey was quite a bit harder than advertised. He he pulls the the contract out and he says, the contract was very simple. You go get it. I pay you. I have paid you. The cart will arrive in the morning according to your specifications fully stocked for your travel. Okay, I'll make you a deal. You give me the eyeball now. (laughs) And I'll give you the child now. And I'll give you the eyeball back when I get the cart. He said it. Is your word not your bond? Is that what I am hearing? My your word is your bond, apparently. How how so? I have delivered the goods, your payment. I gave you an advance on your payment before leaving. I gave you the the extra potions, which, according to you, since the job was harder than it came out, it seems that it has paid off. Why do we have to wait a full day to get our horse and carriage if we're in the morning right now. It's nighttime. It's two in the morning. Your driver's asleep. Yeah, why'd you take so long to get here? <laughs> he taps the, the contract <laughs> and it says, no questions asked. I'm kind of looking at Zanvin oh, like, do we go along with this or or do you want me to blast I, I don't. Brothers? I don't see a problem with just waiting for the carriage. He's how, many, how many people is he rolling with? 12. He has 12. And oh, shit. That's true. My, I don't have a high movement speed. <laughs> yeah. We have an angel baby on our side, though. We do have an angel baby. <laughs> and we have four cartons of blueberries. <laughs> angel baby, do you know how to force choke? It's asleep. We don't know what the baby's capable of. As it sleeps in your arms. Huh. All, All right. right. All right. I would like to... Oh, fuck. No, I don't. Never mind. I don't want to slide a hand the baby. Oh. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I do. I want to roll sleight of hand and exchange the baby with a bottle of mead and then hand it over. <laughs> uh, you are also quite drunk, according to yours. So go ahead and make that a disadvantage. I'm, I'm not quite drunk. I said I was going to sip some mead. Yeah. I didn't say I was going to sit it's here. Hours. We got, we got here. I, like eight. Can I get a backup on that stream? That quote. <laughs> All right, it's still not too bad, even at disadvantage. I only lost two points. Let me roll 13 times super quick. Well, are they all looking at this? Are they all yes. looking at me? They, they, well, everyone's got four, their eyes on the ass. Five, six, seven, at least eight people are watching you. Dude, I should spear the client with my Can I sleight of hand with my mage hand? 27. 18, <laughs> critical 20, 5, you done goofed, Mella. 6, 15, 18, yeah, so you try, and uh, literally everyone in the room, their hands <laughs> are swords. <laughs> oh, I don't know, I was going to hand this to you, I just wanted to make sure that my mead was going to stay warm. <laughs> Uh, two of the guards will break off and take the asset from you if you're handing it out. Yeah, here, have it. Yeah, I'll see my car in the morning. Thanks, guys. Have fun feeding the baby to a giant turtle to save your shitty little island. All right, you hand the baby and uh, they head out. Does the bartender know anything? Do you want to ask him? Yeah, I want to ask, um. Maybe if he knows when this ritual is going down. Uh, yeah. 
Go ahead. Sorry, let me get these erased. Uh, yeah, Terrence is just kind of hanging out, doing his little duties that make the in run, or at least trying to. I'd like, I'd like to kind of peek to see what direction they're going. Sure. Uh, as they head out, let me pull up the other map here. Uh, edit draw. So they leave the drunken Drake. They head out. They head this way. And they take off towards the temple. They enter and disappear. Hmm. All right, let me talk to Terrence. All right, Bird, okay. you settle up to the bar. Creek, as you sit on one of the stools. Hey, T-Baby Tay. T-13, but yes. <laughs> when exactly is this uh, ritual going down? Uh, you say ritual, and he, like, is confused for a second. And then, like, he kind of snaps back in like he's back in with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, go ahead and roll perception on him. Uh, D20? Yeah. It was a 20. Dang, son. Uh, All right. So you notice um, this this Warforged, his front plate of armor kind of uh, holds this crystal that insults him into this form. Mm-hmm. His crystal is actually cracked, and it's actually like leaking like gas out of it. Oh. And uh, the eyelights in his eyes, every once in a while, will just kind of like spasm out. And it's like he gets up and like resets and looks around, and then goes back to what he's doing. And upon further looking at him, you notice he has not moved from this position. You think since you guys have left? Okay, so he's malfunctioning. That is your assumption. Yes. Okay. So he's not going to be any good to us. You maybe, maybe not. He seems confused, um, and he he will say that the same things at all. Like, hey, do I know you? And he'll stop and thinking. He's like, "Oh yes, welcome back. How was your trip?" I'd like to use stealth to follow the entourage. Uh, yeah, some time has passed. We'll put Stolas outside here since so she was taking a look. I'm going to go with him. BT dubs. All right. Starting to regret that decision to hand over the asset. Feel like I done goofed. Mine was 18 plus 8, which is 26. Okay. Malik? I rolled a flat 13, and I'm pulling up my modifier right now. The app closed, so. That's okay. Getting there. It's plus like four, if I remember right. Uh, it's plus five. So plus five. 18 modified. 18 modified. Yeah. You guys are able to stealth over. And uh, on approach, you notice a couple things that you make you a little bit uncomfortable as you're approaching. It's posted outside the temple are two guards here. Two guards here. And these are the same guards that were with the client before? Yes. They appear to be town watch. There's like okay. a balcony down over okay. here. You guys can see. Uh, where another two guards are posted. And then on the roof, there are four crossbowmen. Oh, fun. And it is well lit. By fire? Uh, by torches. I uh, 
Melloc, where would you like to go? There's not a lot of coverage uh, in the town. It is dark, so there are some trees. There's like a fountain. Terry's Tinkers, which is shut down. Uh, maybe some light coming out of this window, like right here. Maybe behind Terry's okay. Tinkers. From the um, I'm going to roll right up to the front door and uh, try to convince these guards that I need to go in there. I'll okay. tell them I'm, I'm late for choir practice. Yeah. I'd like to roll deception. Sure. Okay. Uh, before you do that, Zanvin, where are you at? As you see Malak kind of saunter off. Uh, I'll be kind of uh, in the corner next to Terry's Tinkers watching the front door. Right there. Yep, right there. <sighs> kind of in cover just watching. You got it. I'm, go I'm, I'm going to tell Zanvin this also. Like, hey, I'm going to try to get in there. Tell him I'm late for quiet practice. Well, that's so that, he, so that he knows that I'm not charging in without yeah. notifying anybody. Sorry, I'm trying to get you some more info here. So that that's all where the light touches. Yeah, some light coming out of this window, out of this window, no light. Um, I think that's really all the information I give you. Yeah, Malik, you try to fast talk these guards. What was your? Are you doing performance? Are you doing like? Uh, oh, this is straight deception. I'm lying. Yeah. What did you roll one more time? I'm so yeah. sorry. So this is going to be a modified seventeen. Seventeen. I have uh, one business in there. Yes. So in. The guard to your top, the northernmost guard, says papers. That's all he says to you as he holds papers. Papers. Nah. Uh. I'm going to not present papers. I'm just going to say, no, I need to be in there. We, the choir is meeting up. We have choir practice. But you don't want Sunday's worship to sound like ass, <laughs> do you? That would be on you. This other guard uh, will kind of look at you, and uh, he will wave his torch to the guards on the roof, and one of them leans over, and he's like, hi! And the other one's like, Hi! We have one more, but according to our registry, we should be full. What's happening? The guard uh, looks there. He said, I'll be right back. And he disappears through a hatch on the roof. Can I roll a performance to just be like, it's it's quite obvious. Listen to my angelic voice. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to roll an angelic voice roll. That's going to be a modified 19. Yeah. Oh! I hit that high Jesus. note, Chris. Like yeah. Mariah Carey. All you, I want for Christmas is you. You, <laughs> you hit it. And uh, the guard says, well, uh, he's like, our, our captain's looking into it. If you are who you say you are, it shouldn't be a big deal. We have documentation on file of everyone who's supposed to be here tonight. Please hold. You do. You're good at doing your job. Uh, he thanks you. He says, thank you. I, you know, I've been working really hard trying to make sergeant in the ranks. He's like, you know, I have two wives and two kids with each wife. God damn, so very respectable, sir. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to go in there and catch up on practice because a man such as yourself, holy family man, you would hate to anger the gods with a, you know, severely underprepared choir on Sunday's mass. So I'm going to go in there and practice. Now, if there's some mix-up with the papers... I promise you can find me right in there with the choir. Just sing, sangling along. <laughs> Go in there, hold up three fingers. I'll know you're after me. Yes, and I will come and we'll sort this all out, all right? But I don't think either of us can spare too much more time. 
So as that happens, you you have successfully quick talked this guard. However, as soon as he opens the door, the captain on the roof that has come down holding the crossbow opens the door and is standing there. I rolled a 20. He said, why don't you come in with us? I'm sure we would love to talk to you. Ah, certainly so. Fire practice is full blown. Uh, and you important are taking business. Very important business we have. Yes. You are taken inside. As the captain opens the door, there are four men waiting for you. Ah, oh, hello, boys. An escort to practice. This is. He says, oh, yes. The escort is, is so required for someone of your magnificent talent. <laughs> Finally, uh, someone recognizes. You are led through the choir room, and then all four of the guards turn on you. Uh, or five, excuse me, five of the guards turning. The captain pulls his crossbow up to his shoulder. The other ones draw swords and have shields surrounding you. <laughs> and they say, and you are. What in the blazes is this? You already know who I am. I'm the Magnificent. I am here to practice choir, to bring the utmost pleasure to our gods. And he you says, are interrupting that. And tell me, oh devout worshiper, who is our god? What is he the patron of? The patron of not eating your goddamned eyelid. That's who. Bind him, is what the captain says. As one Fuck of the guards. I'm launching off a spell. If that's <laughs> go ahead. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, this is going to happen gonna... all at once. So go okay. ahead. <laughs> uh, let me get to my spell sheet because I think it's like Thunder Boom. Yeah, Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave now, evocation. Can I, can I ask you, uh, since I don't have a map for this room, are you launching it east at the two guards, the one that's trying to bind you? Or west, which is back towards Zanvin. It is a full-on 15-foot cube originating from me. Okay, perfect. So, so is this commotion audible to me outside the... Uh, as soon as the spell goes off, it will. But we have some held actions that are going to go off, too. So I, I hope that you would have seen them carry me in there. Or, like... <laughs> well, you kind of you kind of hustled your way in. They probably closed the door, and that's when all the shenanigans... Yeah. <laughs> Alright, yep, yep, Thunderwave. Okay, you ever seen ahead. that uh that that bar scene in Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, this is exactly yeah, exactly what's about. going on. <laughs> so long, hopefully you're listening. With um, your ears. All right, so, so it is a Constitution I, saving throw on you. I have 19, 18, 15 before modifiers, eight and seven. Okay. So modified captain has twenty three. Uh, two of the other guards probably closest to him have 21 and 18, and then the other two have, let's say, 9 and 8, 12 and uh, 11. And is that just against my spell save, DC? Uh, correct. Okay, so nobody gets pushed back, because my spell save DC is 12, so I guess one person does get pushed uh, back. 12 and 11 are pushed back, because okay. you... I mean, I guess Ty goes to the attacker, which is you in this case. Yeah. Okay. You, you hit two of them successfully. I would say it's the two trying to bind you to your east. Uh, the three behind you are unfazed, but I believe will stay, still take half damage. Yeah, they do take half damage. So total okay. damage is five. So half damage would be three. Unless, do I get a spell attack modifier for that? Uh, only if it sticks it in the spell. Oh, okay. So I don't think so. No. Okay, three damage, <laughs> and they're pushed ten feet back. G two, G three, G four, G five. Uh, so guards one, two, and three all take five damage. 
uh, that being guard captain and the two other guards. The other two are pushed 10 feet. Uh, I'm going to just take a liberty here and see how they do on deck saves for landing prone. Try and give you an opportunity. They did not do well, so they fall prone. Thank you. Doesn't specify in the spell. And that was heard for 300 feet, by the way. Oh, yeah. So, Zanbin, you hear this. You see them let Melok in. The two guards seem super friendly outside to him. Like, great. Like, hey, buddy, you know, come on in. You saw the whole exchange with the guard captain leave the roof. Uh, You hear this loud boom, and literally the place, like, all of the guards start moving. (laughs) Okay. Um, Devin, I'm so sorry. I have to do this to you. Guard captain number one. Uh, 19 plus 5 to hit. No, it doesn't hit. And then 14 plus 5, 19 to hit. Uh, the other two guards... Oh, shit. 19 plus 3 and 15 plus 3 to hit. You are dealt a total of... 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. From the crossbow... 13, 14, 15, 16 from a sword, 17, 18, 19, 20 damage total. Melok <laughs> <God>. ah! <laughs> <laughs> is down. Melok is down. Um, yeah, nothing much happens after that. Uh, we'll say. Can I roll to at least let out a very audible scream so that yeah. everyone oh, yeah. knows that I am in terrible agony? It's what is your total health? Shanked. 17. 17. Okay, so you're not dead, thankfully. You're just down. No, but I'm squealing like a little baby after those first couple of arrows go through me. How does <laughs> he have more health than me? Uh whoa. Do I really? Yeah. Did you did you roll that. for did you roll for your health after yeah, you leveling up? You shouldn't still be at eleven. You oh. have like a D ten. Roll oh. a D ten and add your con to it, and that's your new health. Uh, in yeah. addition to the 11. Or you can take the average of 6, I believe. I think it's 6 for Paladin. I, did, I didn't modify my health either. You guys should level up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I leveled up. I rolled like a, a 9. Nice. And, then what? and then you add your constitution modifier. Constitution. So plus one. So ten. Yep. So you add ten to your total health. You'll gain an extra hit dice. And did you get all your level two stats and stuff? No. My God. Okay. We we can do that shortly here. Uh, I will kind of narrate. Zanvin, what are you doing after you see these guards from the roof disappear and one guard from the main entrance? And you hear me This is pre-explosion, correct? This is post-explosion. Post-explosion. So right now I just have uh, one of my weapons on me, so I'm immediately uh, running back to the Drunken Drake to get Stolas and Burn and grab all my shit because we're about to throw down with these boys. You're going to throw down with the entire town guard? We have to. I'm going to save Meloc. I'm not going to let Meloc get killed. Sure. <laughs> Got to save our boy. Maybe we could just plead with the guard to get his <laughs> unconscious corpse. There, there are a lot of things you could do, but if you want to throw down, that's I, I, I start a new campaign. I'm fine with that. I mean, I, <laughs> I, well, I think I think Melloc sort of forced our hand. I will say, uh, sure. I, I don't, I don't know about forcing anyone's hand because I had no problem just taking the stuff and letting the guy leave. 
I don't necessarily want to die attacking a small army. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm out. So I'm going to run back to the drunken Drake. Okay. And then I'll go to private chat to chat with uh, Burn and Stolas about what we should do. Okay. Uh, while you're there, if you guys want to level up super quick, make sure Stolas, yeah. you, you got invocations and stuff. Burn, you got some stuff this level too. Devin. The I'm oh, sorry, Melloc. The next thing you feel from this out-of-body experience as Melloc, your, beg, beg your life. life is fading. I can't, I can't uh, speak. I'm going into the light, man. Ru- a rough <laughs> hands grab you and pick you up and carry you off. Uh, go ahead and give me a total of two death saves. Is that a d20, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I rolled an eight and then a crit. Okay. So the eight is one failure. The crit is automatic success. You wake up mid. Uh, uh, your weapons and items have been taken off of you as two guards. Not now, Uncle Jim. I was just <laughs> having a nice nap. You have been bound hand and foot, and you are being dragged by two guards, um, kind of one each holding a set of the chains. Uh, uh, and so there are four guards, one carrying your stuff in front of you, which you is the captain you notice with the crossbow on his back and then the guard behind you looking down at you sympathetically as the other two carry you as you notice is the doorman who you boys taking me to quiet practice is worried about you he said oh man i what did you do brother i think i done doodled <laughs> and they they begin to take you to the basement okay can i roll deception on the uh, guard that i'm already buddies with Let's take a look here. So the two guards carrying her have not noticed you. The guard who is sympathetic towards you is willing to listen. And the captain is keeping a very close eye on you, kind of checking back over his shoulder as much as possible, seeing that you have risen. Well, you see, ever since I was very young, sometimes, you know, it's a condition. Uh, I hit my head because I was dropped when I was a child and, well, I just I forget things sometimes, and in the heat of the moment, I I I I just didn't feel like I was being treated fairly, and I can't believe it. I forgot the name of our God. What is the name of our God again? I just totally space, and everyone drew their weapons, and I launched thunder wave, and it was defensive. The spell hardly did any damage. I knew it wouldn't hurt you big fellas too much. You're all so strong and devout you, followers you... of uh, who's our God again? You bloodied two of the guards that are carrying you. They seem very perturbed. The captain seems relatively unfazed. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> the other two guards that are uh, returning to their posts uh, are also upset, but not too damaged. Are these, uh, are, are, these misunderstanding. are these the same guards who witnessed him trying to slide a hand to baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question, but only Devin would know the answer to that. And yes, they are. <laughs> uh, I think they're wise to you at this point. Yeah, I think I think based on the private chat, I don't think we're going to attempt a rescue uh, assault. <laughs> we're just not ready. We're level two. Maybe if I was a little few more levels, would do it. Yeah. There's too much. There's too much heat in there. And so, um, uh, so, so based on the private chat. Uh, we're not going to. We're going to grab our shit, but we're just going to hold tight and hopefully Melloc can talk his way out of it. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so the guard will tell you the name of your god is, is Sekaloth. He is. Sekaloth, the, that's right. 
the great devourer, the shark, he who protects himself and owns for himself is the mightiest shark, of Shark, I can't believe I said turtle. I'm not <laughs> up to date on my marine wildlife. It was a silly, silly misunderstanding. Melok, you are dragged to the basement and chained. Um, as the two angry guards leave, the captain orders the one uh, who you fast talked to, essentially. He is also chained to the wall in the dungeon in the basement of the church. Oh, Oh no, why are you here with me? He said, uh, unfortunately, we, uh, we're in for it now. He said, I, I really thought I could trust you. Brother, brother, I you thought... can, you can. He said, well, I guess our only way out now is, is either trial by combat or the shark. Oh, dear gods, no, where are the keys? Where do they keep the keys in this place? Who has them? I... He says, I don't know. He said, I accept my fate as a loyal protector of Port Megalodon and will probably not get the promotion I was up for. And both of my wives and both of my kids are probably going to start. No, no, don't worry, friend. Friend, we'll get you there. You will see your wife and your kids. Again, how many kids? You said you had two? Two Or did you say you had two wives? Two from two women for four. Wow. Wow, look at you. You're also so sexually active um, and successful. Look at you breeding. You're out there passing your genes on. No, you've got a lot to live for. I was supposed to get to go home today to my wife and have bacon and eggs. It's my favorite meal. I tell you what, friend. I tell you what. What's your favorite song? What's the favorite song you used to sing to your kids while they were sleeping? This is good night, bugbear. Can you can you just sing it to me real quick? Uh, yeah, he begins to sing as, as the moon is setting. And the day is done. Bugbear Daddy comes home from having fun. All right, cool. I use the rhythm from his song to cast Disguise Self. Okay. Who do you turn into? I turn into the captain. Oh, okay. That's okay. uh, smart. Holy shit. Give me one second here to let me refer to my handy spell chart here. Or if you have the spell up, if you wouldn't mind reading it out to all of us. You make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends or until you use your action to dismiss it. You can seem one foot shorter or taller and can appear thin, fat, or in between. So, <laughs> you're just slightly taller and look like him. You're like a chocolate cap. Yeah. So I'm going to be like... Quit, quit your singing and put me on your shoulders. What a... In, in, in oh, Melloc no. voice. In Melloc voice. It's okay. We're going to get you to see your kids. Don't worry oh, about it. Uh, yeah, give me one second to roll for Jerry here, the guard. Uh, that's a 17. He says, you're not the captain. You're too short. No, I'm Melloc. I'm Melloc. But I need you to... I need you to get in on this one with me. We're going to get you out of here. Uh, go ahead and roll deception at advantage, my dude. Sweet. All right. So that's going to be 13. Yeah, he's in. He rolled 12. All right, great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see my kids, but... uh. Okay. We need to find a really big coat and I can put you on my shoulders and you could pretend to be the captain. I do. I do like this idea. I, I do. This is perfect. I don't have the keys, though. I'm chained to the wall with you. No, I know. I know. Here, here. You just start caterwauling. I can, I can play this one off. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, stop caterwauling. Give me, give me two seconds to roll perception as the dungeon master, or not perception, performance. So and come. I'm going to start yelling too. Guards, guards, get down here at once! He's not very good at his job. He rolled at advantage. He rolled a one and an eight. Uh, yeah, guards, guards. Hey. I'm really sorry hey, about this. You kind of stuck. Can I just knock him out with my chains real quick? He's in a cell opposite of you, like next to you. Okay. Just go to sleep. Just, God, you suck. Just go to, guards, get down here immediately. Throw. That's a two and an eight. He instantly falls asleep from his long day at work. All right. And these dice. <laughs> Holy dice, Batman. You're just batting a thousand right now. Guys. Guards, immediately. I mean, I also was really me. high on him earlier, so... Playing the dice game. Uh, yeah, you get 1d4 dice. Two guards come downstairs okay. hearing, hearing you caterwauling. And they, me, damn it. and they look at you confused. Uh, go ahead and give me persuasion. Uh, they salute okay. out of fear. That say, damned hey. wretched halfling has transferred places with me, obviously disendowed me, and I fully intend for you to take me out of here at once so that we can launch a hunt for that creature. He must pay a penance. I uh, got deception, my dude. Okay, that's going to be modified 20. All right. Oh, no. Uh, I got a 17 and a 22. One guard, seeing the state you're in, just takes off up the stairs, uh, yelling, Guards! Two arms! The other one looks at you and he says, Captain, what's my name? God damn it, do you think I have time to memorize everyone's name around here? What was your total role, Devin? Was it higher? Oh, man. <laughs> what? What was your total roll on the deception? You said 20. Was it... Modified 20, so flat 15. Okay, so he is suspicious because he rolled 22. He opens the cell and he says, Really, Captain? What's the name of my wife? When did we last have dinner together? What was my last promotion? As he looks at you, as he's entered your uh, your cage. With the You're door wearing open. a fucking helmet. How do you think I should know? <laughs> he takes it off. Go ahead and make one more deception check to see if you can fast talk this guy. All right, this one's going to be a lot higher because I rolled a flat 19, which is going to come to a modified 24. Yeah, he looks at you and he's like, oh, fair point, Captain. Takes his hat off. Uh, you can make out the name on his shirt. Last name is Johnson. Johnson. I don't have time to think about your wife or dinner plans. We need to catch that halfling and maybe we'll roast him up for dinner. Two arms. Let's go. I want he's this town sacked. I want every nook and cranny. <laughs> <laughs> and find his friends too but I don't worry about them much because I'm pretty sure that they're, they're on our side alright he frees you Devin and uh, stands up and he says where's your crossbow sir I obviously don't have it it was stolen along with the rest of my belongings he looks very confused seeing he's like aren't you taller than hmm I told you he disendowed me I don't have time to sit here bantering with you. We need to fetch this fiend, and we need to do it fast. He's half, half the he, size of everyone else. He's <laughs> he gestures to the stairs, and he says, I will follow you, Captain. Let us be gone. And I'm just going to book up the stairs, 
Uh, what do I see up there? Uh, you come up <laughs> two flights of stairs. You have the option of going left or right. Oh, perception if you want some more information. Yeah, I'll do a perception. Does someone else want to role play for a minute? I feel like I'm kind of hogging things right now. Oh, we will get there because okay. you have wide sweeping ramifications. <laughs> yeah, you okay. kind of, kind of, uh, <laughs> you're, you're kind of the only one right now. My perception is going to be a modified three. So, uh, which direction would you like to go, left or right? Uh, I'm going to go, or I'm going to ask Johnson. Johnson, I seem to be a little bit fuddled right now. Probably the after effects of that terrible spell that he hit me with. <laughs> Which direction to the door? Which door, Captain? The main door, the front door. The main door, sir? He yes, said, I imagine that wherever he would have entered from is the same place he would have exited from. He said, sir, you know we're not supposed to go to the main door. They're holding the... Uh, um, oh, God, I'm gaping for words it's dungeon master right now the the ritual in there sir he said we can go out the auxiliary door to the east or to the west and he points auxiliary door it is he points to the right which is the door you came through good lead the way uh, johnson as i would hate he, to be ambushed he says no sir you always told me to watch your flank i've got your six and he all right pulls a spear from the wall and hands it to you ah good man let us be gone all right, he follows you. Uh, you pass three more guards who, uh, at the behest of the other guard, join you for a total of four guards with you now. Uh, five guards, excuse me, uh, that all begin to exit through the door. And as you reach this door, there is another guard standing sentry outside who uh, looks at you and he says, Sir! And uh, what what would you like to do, Malak the Magnificent? <laughs> I have no fucking clue what I want to do. I have no idea. Um, Wrong color. Okay. Um, well, split up immediately. Two and two. You must go hunt out this fiend. Find him. Groups of two. Watch each other six. Okay. How loud are you saying this out of curiosity? Oh, not exceptionally audible. Okay. Uh, it's loud enough to sound commanding. Where do you want to send uh, these two right next to you? Which direction? Just give me a direction. You two to the tinkers. You two to the well. You two to the bookstore. You two to the imports. And send someone to the drunken drake. I will personally go to that other tavern. I can't read it. Your screen's a little small. And I forgot what it was called. Uh, um, uh, that would be the stable masters. Oh, personally, route the stable masters. Okay. I need no accompaniment. All right. Uh, they <laughs> set out. Smash okay. cuts drunk and Drake. Bursting in through the door. Uh, Stolas, are you still outside? Yeah, I'm sort of standing right by the. Uh... I'm seeing all the people uh, scattering. Xanvin, <laughs> uh, where do you want to be in the bar, presumably? Same place, bottom right? Uh, I'm going to be in my bedroom. Uh, I have all my shit now. And uh, I assume this is a defensible door that opens inwards. So I'm basically getting ready if they kind of enter. Uh, did we distribute the, uh, I guess, the 
goods before all this happened? Oh, oh yeah. So I, I guess the three of you actually uh, have your goods. So you guys can add two potions of healing each, a potion of water breathing, and 200 gold each. I imagine Zanvin's just hanging on to mine as he do. I, I would assume either Zanvin or Burn have your items uh, waiting for you to return. Stolas, you see a bunch of guards come running out of the building. One of them is very short, um, but looks like he might be in charge as he's barking orders to people. And these guards begin to disperse. A couple minutes later, you see one guard just come hauling butt who runs right past you and through the door and announces himself. And then a couple moments later, you see this tiny little guard come toddling past the drunken drake. Seven. <laughs> Stolas is outside. Uh, Stolas, Devin, uh, Malak, who wants to go? I... Uh, when the so we have one guard here or two guards that have burst into the drunken drake. One guard has burst into the drunken drake. I'll uh, enter the main room now that I've heard commotion, and uh, I will ask him what is the meaning of this. He says, <coughs> "Excuse me." Oh, he out. says. Apparently, the halfling broke in and has caused a huge commotion. Where is he? I know he was traveling with you. What is happening? He is asleep in the room. He is not to be disturbed until the morning. Show me. <laughs> he cast a terrible spell on my boss, and then my boss is mad at me, and I got to get home tomorrow morning. I have three kids and an aircorkle wife who just keeps hatching eggs, and I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> Gosh, what race is the guard? The guard is human. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna God. do a persuasion check on the guard to persuade him that Meloc is tired from a long journey and he is not to be disturbed. Uh, at this point, I'd like to mention that uh, there's no questions asked about our agreement. So <laughs> if I'm telling him that Meloc's asleep, there's no questions about it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll that persuasion check, my dude. I'm going to roll against you here. Also, yeah. Cody, what was that last item? Uh, it was a potion. potion Water of breathing. Water, Water breathing and what else? Two potions, uh, of, healing. Two potions of healing. 200 gold. Uh, I got an 18 plus persuasion is plus two is 20. Okay. Uh, you tied him. Okay. So he kind of just stands his ground. Let me hop back to Stolas. Stolas, this tiny guard begins to walk past you. Malcolm Stolas, what, what interchange do you have? Stolas, it's me. I'm going to go hide somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll catch up to you later. Wait, what? okay. <laughs> So his guard sounds a lot like Melok, but does not look like him. And he looks like a foot taller than Melok, which is weird because Melok's tiny. Yeah, I, I'm honestly confused. <laughs> I I don't know what shenanigans just went on Anyways, without me being there. Get me declared legally dead and um, ask for my belongings back for um, for the funeral because I'm kind of attached to the loot. But if I go try to get it right now, I'll probably you know, be hung, drawn, and quartered, or tarred and feathered. That's no fun. Bye! <laughs> Milok, um, so the Stable Masters has a lot of hay. Are you going to try and hide in the hay? 100% my plan is to dip into the hay and go into stealth for the foreseeable future. 
Okay, Melok, uh, fast talk to us. Uh, smash cut back to, to Burn and Zanvin here in the bar as the stubborn guard refuses to leave and demands to see the halfling. Um, I would like to do an intimidation check on him because at this point he is now altering the agreement. No questions asked. He's coming in here. He's asking us all these questions, giving us a goddamn inquisition. And I'm going to tell him that I'm going to sort of, uh, I would like to intimidate him and I have burn on my side. So go ahead. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good here. Burn, are you, what are you doing? Before that? Uh, I'm backing him up and I'm going to intimidate him. Too. I rolled a 15. I have a plus two of 17. Where the uh, hell did all my dice go over there? Plus two. Did you roll an advantage with Burn helping you? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the other one was lower, so 17. All right. Well, I also have 15 plus two. So he just stands there. Weapons not quite drawn, but his hand is kind of reaching at the sword. My hand's been on the dagger, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Can I intimidate him by putting my hand on my horse cleaving sword? <laughs> sure. Okay. Go ahead and roll one advantage with Zach helping you. Uh, uh, I rolled twice, right? Yes, sir. And take the highest result. Uh, it was a 16. Uh, and what? Intimidation would be charisma. Yeah, uh, plus four. So 19. He, he draws a sword and just throws it on the ground as the point sticks into the wood. And he throws his, his shield and rips off his cape. And he says, this job is not worth it. I don't like this job. Storms out. As he leaves, he doubles back and he just grabs a plate of food and and a mug of ale off the counter. I'm not paying for this. I quit. And he storms out. Amazing. That's fair. Hey, free stuff. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to pick up his uh, town guard here. I feel like that could become useful later. (laughs) Disguise. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up all of his town. Go ahead and uh, add a like a rift cloak, rift town guard cloak, and then uh, a shield which has the uh, embossment on it of the town guard. Melloc threw down a sword, to, his sword too. Yeah. Yeah. Sword. Melloc. Uh, okay. Right, give me one second on my end here to sort through all of this shit. Okay. 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 <clears throat> what are the rest of you doing? Or would you like me to just move on with the plot as a dungeon master? Or are you observing outside? What uh what are you doing? Uh, I imagine there's a lot of commotion uh still as they're going business to business. Uh, but it seems like our area is secure. And so I'd like to ask Stolas what was that all about, the conversation with the guard. That she spoke with, or that he spoke with, rather. Wait, you, you uh, saw that? You don't know that, but you can go out to Stolos. Oh, just kidding! I don't want to do that then. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see if Stolos <laughs> is okay after all the all the fuss and bust inside the. Yeah. Um. You open the door as Stolos is bathed in light from the tavern. Um. Make me a perception check, super quick. Actually, no, you can't see it, so it doesn't matter. So oh, okay. as the as the door opens and um, Zanvin steps out, his shadow morphs and kind of wriggles and moves as it dissip- dissipates into the darkness, 
and then reforms into his humanoid form as the door closes behind him. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, Zinvin. Are you all right, Stolas? Uh, I'm good, but uh, what exactly is going on? I saw some guy run by that looks like the captain of the guard saying that it was uh, Melok. <laughs> it seems that our friend has gotten into some some trouble this evening. We've scared off the guard that came in, but I fear that they're sacking the city trying to find him. Well, I saw him go this way, so if you want, we should go try to find him. I agree. Go ahead and give me perception checks. Uh, 15 plus 2 is 17. I got a 1. God damn it. Stay where is mine? Mine would be a 14. Oh, My, mine is plus 5, so it's a 20. I thought it was plus 2. Mine is 14. Okay. Um. <clears throat> So at this point, all of the guards have reached their destination and are either knocking or kind of poking around what they were told to look at. Uh, you hear a commotion from the rooftop as uh, <laughs> this captain just begins yelling at the top of his lungs for his men to reorder formation, and they look visibly confused, all except for this guy way down here by <laughs> At which point, they look back up and they say something to him, and the captain just starts reaming their butts. I got prisoners to protect. You're supposed to be guarding the temple. What is going on? And they all return, all except for uh, this guy down here who just kind of begins to walk around. Uh, he leaves Stylus Imports, stops at the porterhouse, leaves that after a couple minutes, goes to the guardhouse, and goes to bed. The guard that left here has left, gone over to the stables, stolen a horse in the meantime, and is riding north. Dear God. Man, These he really quit. <laughs> Melak, you uh what what do you what do you think when you hear this this voice just grumbling angrily? Uh you feel some food get pitched onto you and some ale kind of start to dribble down into your cloak. Um as you, you hear this man start just putting the sack and tattle attack and saddle on the horse and just grub a fucking stupid halfling. Goddamn captain just grumbled under his breath to himself. What do you do? I'm going to cast mage hand to give that horse a real jaunty slap on the tuchus as he starts to take off. So it takes off with a bit more bluster than he had anticipated. So, your mage hand doesn't have a lot of force behind it because it can only hold five pounds of weight, but it's enough to give it a little <laughs> slap. The horse, like one of its ears, like pricks back as its head turns, and he's come on, horse, and he yanks on the reins a little bit as it kind of spins in a circle. Not quite the desired effect that you would like. Does uh, that break Melloc's spell to appear as the captain? It does not, because it is not an extra. Um, Hell yeah, dude! Uh, what is it called? Concentration spell. Gotcha. So. And he leaves. Uh, so how long are you going to hang out in there, Malak? Out of curiosity. Oh, I fully intend on uh, jumping on one of those horses. Okay. And uh, dipping out for a minute. That's that's my plan. <laughs> what? From Port Megalodon. I'm gonna I'm gonna go north and just <laughs> keep my distance from that guy. Sure. Oh my god, 
Don't you want to let us know where the hell you are? I let Solus know. That you were pretending to be someone else, not where you were going. I'm going to scratch um, in the dirt before I go. Okay. Like a rough course of where I intend to. I'll just say meet me at Garen's Rest. Meet okay. me at the funeral. I'll see, I'll see you there. <laughs> you, uh, you live with. You leave without supplies, without weapons, and wearing your basic armor that you have on into the dangerous wilderness and through the mountains to Garen's Rest. Yikes. Does he make it there? Do you really want to go that far, Devin? Or do you no, just I'm just gonna go a little I'm just gonna go a little bit out of town, like into the woods. Okay. Uh, in the direction you, of Garen's rest. You see this guard leave, not on the road, and he just takes off and is gone. <sighs> well, <laughs> yeah, we're not even gonna get our heart our horse cart. Uh, yeah. two in the you morning. guys can still get it. This this takes about two hours, so it's about four o'clock in the morning as the commotion dies down. We need to go to bed. Do you, what are your courses of action? I am going back to the drunken Drake. I'm having an ale, and I'm going to bed because Meloc has caused so much commotion tonight. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. <coughs> we have to get ready for the cart. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully, we still get our cart in the morning if it even was going to show up. That's true. We still, that's, we still have no idea that was going to be the case. Okay. Uh, let me write down a couple names here because I threw out a bunch of names. Johnson and the captain, who I didn't give a name to. Okay, um, you sleep peacefully through the night. Morning comes. Now, are you early rising, uh, or are you going to take your full eight hours and wait till about? I'm going to take my full eight hours unless we get uh, awoken by the client. Uh, but we've already um, we already rested at the cave, so we don't really need eight hours, do we? Uh, you spent uh, almost an entire day coming back to town. Uh, plus the exchange of hanging out. So you had more than enough rest, probably with the short rest of just hanging out in the tavern and after Malak's rest. So what time would you guys like to awaken? The cart will probably be there around nine. If I had probably around nine. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. guys are packed, ready to go. Uh, Terrence looks confused at you and he says, wait, you have to pay. I would like to pay. Pay? Cost. Seven gold each. I am good with that. No, wait. The robot that's all janky and leaking everywhere. Yep. No, no. I um. Can I try and trick him? You oh try. God damn it! You're, you're a, a noble. Yeah, knight. you're right. You're right. Crippled robot. Guys, stop, man! Come on, you gotta let me catch him one of these times. You're right. You're right. You're right. You are quickly reminded by your compatriots that you are a knight of the realm. Okay. okay. I would have let you, and then we could have had so much more fun with you being an oath breaker. But all right. Let's do it. <laughs> Break that oath. Maybe at, maybe, maybe at some point he can, but... Yeah, but maybe you guys haven't rubbed off on me quite yet. All right. Yeah. Um, Seven. Seven gold. Yes. Would you mind taking loot and any weapons you had on you out of your inventory, please? Yeah, except for the stuff that I already put inside of my body, right? Yes, except for those things. And I'm assuming you still have your watch that you stole from the Tinker. Absolutely. Can we um 
can we take Melok's stuff from his like nightstand? Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I kind of assumed you guys did that, but can yeah. I have his gold. He doesn't even like gold. That's, that's Zan, Zanvin. We have in the meta Zanvin an agreement and I are, that Zanvin uh, just kind of hangs on to the gold for me. Uh, so I will hang on to his two hundred and how much was it? Two hundred fifty gold. Two hundred. Nope. Two hundred. Okay, so I have four fifty one and two hundred of that is. Uh, and are you taking on his other three potions as well? Yes. Okay. All right, so, Steph, if you wouldn't mind taking those things out of your inventory for me. <laughs> As your yeah. consequence, pretty much just a loot and a rapier, but yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, before we leave town, uh, or I guess the cart hasn't gotten here yet, correct? It's not. As you are leaving town, uh, I did. I did the, leave yeah, the loot it. case back in my room, so you guys can grab the loot case if you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything that's kind of a, I guess that would technically be in your inventory is fine, Debbie. Yeah. Can I stop at Tinker's to see if there's any cool stuff since the last time we've been in there? Sure. While we're, while we're waiting for the cart to arrive? Yes. Let me set the scene outside for you really kids. Quick. Um, standing as you enter, most of the town is actually out. So I will just put kind of like a an orange dot representing the people that are here. Oh, poor house. Various other town members. Right. Just kind of hanging out out here. Uh, you can see, I guess, a, a guard who is pleading for his life as they uh, have him tied to the fountain. Um, and four guards around him are casting spells at him, or taking turns casting spells at him, as the captain announces his treason for letting a prisoner of the state leave his custody under his watch uh, as they execute Jerry at the fountain. Oh, man. Poor guy. No! His two wives. (laughs) His two wives. Damn. Uh, And then they just leave him there as uh, his blood is recycled through the fountain as a message. All right. And then return to their duties. Uh, yeah. Terry at the Tinker's office. Go ahead and head on in. Ling, 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 ling. Good evening. Or good morning, Terry, rather. I'd she like says, to see if you have any weapons now that my pockets Terry are heavy with gold. Rather. She says, what kind of weapons are we looking for today? It's very something, cheery mood. Something stealthy. Something something, something unassuming. Stealthy. Unassuming. Show she- me the latest technological advancements that your fine island has to offer. She says, well, for 400 gold, I have something that's a little bit of both. Uh, she hops off her stool and goes around the counter uh, and kind of takes you by the, like, tugs on your, your cloak to have you come with her as she pulls you over to one of the display cases, uh, <sighs> grabs a small crossbow from it and takes you into the back room to the firing range. Uh Mounted underneath is this weird contraption of a crossbow. Uh, it's a light crossbow. She says it'll be uh, great for long-distance skills. Uh, relatively quiet. Um, you know, being just the snap of the string and maybe the cock of the actual crossbow. But she said if you leave it cocked, you should be good to go. Underneath of which is mounted a grappling hook that as she pulls on one of the levers, ka-chunk, it fires out with great force. And she says... Uh, as she shoots it at one of the rafters, 
and then pulls it taut. It wraps around, and she pulls it taut, and then you notice there's a crank um, on the front of it, and she hooks her foot on the back or the front of the stirrup, uh-huh. and then begins to crank her little body as the crossbow kind of tips up onto one foot. So she's like laying on her back with the crossbow and then the grappling hook going and she begins to crank herself up. And after about 30 seconds, she has cranked herself up to a rafter. Oh, wow. Okay. So she says, uh, it takes a little bit of strength to use to, to crank properly, but given the chance, you know, you could easily scale walls or that kind of things. And the quite quiet. Okay. And that's $400 for that item. Yes. Yes, sir. Is there any other items that she might like to show me? Uh, yeah, she will kind of let herself down, uh, descends way faster than it goes up. And she said, we'll leave that crossbow up there for when I have time to take it down. Uh, (laughs) She will walk around the other counter and she says for a thousand gold, as she sets it on the table, she has a sash with three daggers in it. Uh, she takes one of the daggers out and throws it across the room as it indents itself into the wood. And as she holds the belt, she says, watch closely. And then the dagger just instantly disappears from the wall and has returned to the belt itself. My God. She said, this is a blink sash. Any items you throw from it will return in about three seconds to it, as long as they are attuned to the belt itself. So oh theoretically, you can use an arrow as long as it doesn't explode or implode on itself or, you know, burn. She says, should you have better gear down the road that do like elemental daggers? And she pulls one of those out from the case behind her as it lights on fire. And then she puts it out and puts it back in the display case, locking it. She said, theoretically, you could bind multiple different types of items to it. Hmm. Provided that they're not single use. How much gold do you have? I have 451 gold. I have 323. I would like... I'm, I'm digging the crossbow. Does it come with any bolts? She said standard pack of 25 as she uh, pulls back from the counter these perfectly paper wrapped bolts in a nice leather case. Uh, they are full size bolts. They're full size bolts or mini bolts? They are full size bolts for a large crossbow. Oh, so this crossbow is not a small crossbow then? It is not. It is a light crossbow, meaning that it will be quieter and quicker to carry through the woods and things like that. And we'll, you get to add your dex mod to it. Does she have anything concealable? Concealable? Uh, she just a little more discreet. Like a bunch of knives on the counter case. She says, I have many daggers and wares, but I am currently always trying to revolutionize technology. I'll hold off for now. I don't want to uh, overburden myself with uh, a large crossbow at this time. Mm. I'll thank her for her time uh, she, with a bow. For Zanvin, yes. She, you can see if she'll take few, uh, less gold for that belt, and you, I'll spot you. She Ooh. does have two more things to say to you before you leave. Oh, One, yeah. she pulls out a small ball, uh, probably about three inches across, uh, and she throws it in the back room as a mist escapes from it. She said, these are 100 gold each, single-use mist bombs. And then she also says, I've heard a rumor that Varuk is willing to deal with, how do you say, and she pulls a necklace out uh, with a ruby cut into it. Mm-hmm. And as it catches the light, you can make out a dagger um, in it, meaning that she has probably been an assassin at some point unsavory goods for those of you looking for poisons. Ooh. 
And then she tucks it back into her shirt and kind of uh, nods to your ring on your hand. Very nice. I'll I'll visit Varuk. I'll let the other players go, and then I'll check out Varuk's. Yeah. While I ponder the purchases. Uh, Burn, what are you up to? Um, let me hop to Stolas. She hasn't talked very much today. Yeah, go Stolas. Um, is there really any kind of weapons uh, available to magic users? I mean, I'm not really familiar with where I can go shop besides potions. So you um, and Warlock are versed with simple weapons. So daggers. So, uh, let me pull up my sheet here so I make sure I don't mistalk. Wizard. Wizard. Warlock. Okay. You have proficiency with simple weapons and light armor. Simple weapons consist of this is that sweet hot action that you get from playing D and D with the true dungeon master. The flipping of the page. is this one all right simple weapons consist of the club the dagger the great club the hand axe the javelin the light hammer the mace the quarterstaff the sickle the spear oh no i'm so sorry oh yeah those are simple melee weapons and the simple ranged weapons are the light crossbow the dart the short bow and the sling <coughs> okay cool so to be easily purchased in this town awesome so i will i will go to uh See if I can find a good weapon to purchase. Cool. Are you looking for ranged or are you looking for melee? Uh, I have ranged already, so let's let's try to find a uh, melee weapon. Sure. Uh, Ultrax arms and armor uh, as you enter. I know his name's Ultrax, but what's his first name? Um, yeah, Ultrak is there forging arms. Uh, he sees you and greets you and uh, invites you into his shop. He has multiple simple weapons for sale, uh, being the club, the dagger, the great club, the hand axe, javelin, light hammer, mace, quarterstaff, sickle, or spear. Uh, and kind of gestures to multiple different qualities worth of them. Was there anything specific you were looking for, Lass? Uh, I am liking the mace. Oh, yeah. I'd like to know more about that. The mace is a very elegant weapon from a very elegant age, especially being a dwarf, you know. Um, He kind of hefts it in his hand as the spikes protrude off of it and uh, hands it to you. Uh, Metagames turns, it does 1d6 bludgeoning and functions off of strength. Off of strength? of strength. What is mine? That's not too bad. Uh, I'm looking at my stats here. No I guess. I guess maybe uh, any dex weapons available? Just out of curiosity? Hmm. He'll set it back up there. And he uh, walks over to the counter and uh, has a this crazy looking sickle 
in a, a sheath as he pulls it out. He says, you know, you can mount these anywhere you'd like on your body, you know, chest, back, ease of use. He said, this is a, this would definitely be a, a dex weapon. Good for threshing wheat or the necks of your enemies. Uh, that would be a forward light weapon. Gotcha. And uh, how much are both of these? He says, for the pair, 10 gold. Slightly used, but I have reforged them and retempered them, and they should be good for battle. Oh, for both? Yes. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Go ahead and add sickle and mace to your inventory. Cool beans. And when you're ready for stats, you just let me know. Burn. What are you up to? Not much. Just I finished watching that public execution, so <laughs> just hanging out outside. Sure. You gonna pull okay. them or anything? Uh, I can't really think of anything I need except I guess maybe some more uh, food rations. Sure. Yeah, and uh, what were those? Uh, I guess those stats. Yes. So for the mace, it is one d six bludgeoning damage. And for the sickle, it is 1d4 slashing. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, rations for food, how many days were you looking for, Burn? Um, I guess let's just do... How much are they again? They're like 10 gold each. Not super expensive. Burn, buy gold. Buy it for the party. That's what I was thinking. I will say your cart does come with food for your travels. Oh, oh. yeah. Alright, then never mind. Yeah. So we did get the cart after all. Uh as you guys reconquer outside the drunken Drake, um the cab driver shows up. His name is Edwin. Is that all right there behind the the bar? Uh no that's storage cart kind of just oh, for animation it. on the board there. Um okay. I kind of just want to go find Millock because I feel you. The party is is lesser than, and I'm worried. So I got my big ass sword. Ah, you're worried about me. <laughs> yeah, you only jostled half the town. They were looking for you. I gotta make sure that no one found you. Uh, so the the cart pulls up. It is not as nice as promised. Uh, and Edwin, the driver, steps off, uh, and he hands you a letter, and then walks into the drunken Drake. Let's read that letter. Okay, scrolled in the lever, and, uh, the lever, the letter in elegant handwriting, is a basically a well written note that boils down to due to you breaking your word. Uh, I have still delivered upon my promise of giving you a cart. However, will, you will not retain the services of the driver. You are still have food. Good luck on your journeys. And if you return to town with the halfling, I would like to have words with him. Whoa, who broke That's their word? The client. Son of a bitch. I'd like to check out Varuk's real quick before we head on our way. Sure. Guys, pile in the cart and pull it over there. Uh, and you enter into Varuk. Varuk is an elderly um, half orc woman who greets you kindly as you come in. I'd like to give a long sweeping bow and say, Good morning, Varuk. How are you doing today? Good morning. It is a 
Interesting day, as she gestures her head to the fountain. I'd like to uh, show her my ring and say I've heard that you uh, carry in a sort of assortment of items for a more discerning class of customer. And I flash uh, my signet. Yeah, she steps around the the bar dividing you uh, and past the, the aisles of plants and locks the door and pulls the shade. And she says, yes, 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 you are. Uh, she leads you to the back room where there's a hatch that she opens and begins to climb down and kind of waves one hand up at you to, to follow. Okay, I will follow. Uh, in the basement, there are multiple beakers and uh, alchemy sets that have been arrayed, different types of mushrooms, uh, plants glowing with like continual light spells placed above them. Okay. She says, how much do you have to spend? Uh, I would like to use Why? deception yeah. and uh, tell her I have 100 gold to spend. Yeah, you can just tell her you have 100 gold. You don't have to lie about it. That's true. You have 100 gold to spend. Yes, yes, yes. Right. 100 gold. Yeah, she says single use or multiple use? Or are you looking for a variety of... Uh, I just want to see what's out there. Uh, I'm interested in poison right now. She uh, nods. She... uh. <laughs> walks over to the wall and grabs an apron and some gloves and a set of goggles. And then she grabs some tongs as she uh, opens up one of the crates. This cold air kind of wafts out of it. You can see it's lined with like ice. And uh, as she mumbles under her breath, the ice begins to regenerate back. Uh, using the tongs, she pulls out three different kinds of poisons, putting them on a rack on a table next to you. Mm-hmm. And she gestures them individually. She says purple worm, and it's this dark purple color. She says, which unfortunately is out of your price range. We're talking okay. a thousand gold. She says, Wyvern, which is kind of this dark blue that she points to, which is 500 gold. And then she pulls one more out that she says is uh, blue avian poison, okay. which is 100 gold. Okay. She said, uh, this is a contact poison. So once it goes on your blade, you'll have a single use of it. After it's used, uh, constitution check for metagame here, it'll deal an extra 4d6 damage. Oh, I like that. Uh, I would like to buy the blue waverin. The blue avian poison. Oh, blue blue avian, I'm sorry. You're good. And can you tell me what that was again? 4d6 damage? Mm Mm-hmm. And a single use. Single use, and uh, it has a DC 14 con save. We're poisoned. All right, so I am down 100 gold, so I'm good to go. I'm ready to get in the cart, and we're ready to go to Garen's rest. Yeah, she uh, takes it and puts it inside like a wood lined or a wood, small wooden box that has like a wood shavings in it and hands it to you very gently. And she says, Don't spill it on yourself. Good evening, Baruch. And I will leave her establishment, or good afternoon, rather. Leave yeah. her establishment and rejoin the party. Perfect. All right. All right. Here. Ready to go. Who's driving? I would say Burn is the strongest. I feel like you have to be strong to... Yeah. yeah. And I'm a paladin and a knight, so I feel like I know my way around a horse and carriage. All right. Very true. Very true. So your shoddy carriage. Um, <laughs> can it even support my weight? Oh, yeah, it can. Okay. 
It can hold up to three passengers in the back, one up front, uh, maybe two if you're small, uh, and it's pulled by two asses. All right. They're thick. Thick boys. Big old thick asses. There's some thick ass asses. Hey, uh, before we before we take off, um, how did you calculate the uh, increase in HP to level two? So you roll your hit dice, which for you should be like a D8, I think. Uh, you roll it, and then you get your resulted number, and then you add your constitution modifier to it. So for you, yep, it's 1d8 plus your constitution modifier. And if you roll below 5, I will allow you to take the average. I got a 7. Yeah, so 7, what's your con? Uh, plus 1. Yeah, so 8, you can add 8 to your total health. And then under hit dice, it will change from uh, times 1 to times 2. Perfect. Uh, you guys head out of town. Melloc! Oh, keeping an eye out for Melloc, because I've read the dust. What? Which one? Which one changed to plus two? Uh, hit dice. Hit to dice. the right of downtime. Uh, I, I intend for to just kind of hide off in the bushes, and then once I see their cart passing by, um, I'm just going to hop into the back and say, how's it going, brothers? Uh, yeah, you uh, you have noticed an increase in patrols as you leave town. Um, Melloc hiding off into the bushes, who has had a rough night. Uh, Devin, can you describe this night to me that you have had? How how are you, and what are you doing? Oh, I just kind of chilled in the bushes, waiting for my bros to show. Okay, do you sleep or do you keep watch? Oh, I didn't do a whole lot of sleeping. I'm probably a little baggy eyed. Okay. Uh, why don't you give me a D20 constitution saving throw and we'll see if you're exhausted this morning or not. Fatigued? Fatigued, yes. Sorry, not exhaustion. You are correct. Uh, flat roll 17. Yeah, you're fine. Not the first okay. day you've roughed it. Yeah. I've, I've had Wes. All right. Uh, yeah, you see... So uh, how's that city? Everything, everything <laughs> a little, back to a normal? A little wild. A little wild. Yeah. Well... You know, it wasn't my fault, but I, I don't need to explain that to you. I'm just going to sit here silently judging you. Yeah, I have nothing to say. I'm so pissed. <laughs> we're in the janky-ass cart. Yeah, we're two thick-ass asses. <laughs> These asses. So I, I don't imagine anyone was able to procure my loot? Unfortunately, we did. All right. I'll just sing on the way there. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Melloc gets into your shoddy cart as you trundle down the, the road. Now, let me ask you this. There are a couple ways you can get there. There is the long way or the short way or the ocean way, should you really want to take a vessel. Um, with your cart, do you want to try and make it through the mountains or do you want to take the long way around through the main road, past the ruins, to the Iron Hills, and up by the lake? We were told we had safe passage, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, are all of those routes presumed to be safe? You're not 100% sure after the events of last night. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> oh, boy. Alternatively, you could go northeast and around the mountains as well by the ocean. Hi-ho, Mario, with my friends in the carriage, oh. 
Uh, we'll do the route that leads us, I guess, through the mountains. Does everyone agree with that? I mean, we have to cross the mountains to get to Garen's rest. So. I guess oh, burn. Yes, we'll be You're fine. driving. What yeah, burn, do you want? Yeah, we can we can go through the mountains. I'm all for that. Burn? Yeah, whichever way is faster and whichever way the group happy with. All yeah, we got to actually right, make it to Garen's that. rest. Okay. You know, brothers, I always say trust the ass. <laughs> See where the ass leads us. Uh, Melaka. Have you pulled those bolts from your body, or are they still hanging out of your chest there? Or your, your back, I should say. Bolts? Bolts from the crossbow that pierced your body. Oh, damn. I imagine, yeah, they would have gotten thunked out before they locked me up, right? Uh, no. They just maybe snapped off a little bit inside, but... uh. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> Holy cow, that hurts! <laughs> you... you trundle into the one side of the door on the shoddy carriage and as you sit down against this hardwood bench with hay strewn inside of it smells like a manure cart almost Solas, can you help me out? I think I have a splinter <laughs> Your talents seem well equipped to get those out for me <laughs> We could give it a shot, but uh, I'm not a doctor, so Well, you don't need a doctor for a splinter This is minor, <laughs> merely a flesh wound Oh, of course, Solis. We did say in the Drunken Drake Express last night, though yeah, I'm willing to to, to try removing them. That's funny, Zach. Do you pull or do you push? Oh, damn. Um, well, which direction are they going? They're headed out through his chest. One of them is stuck in a rib. The other one uh, clipped him at the top of the shoulder. It's kind of under a scapula on the right-hand side. God. Oh, God. Uh, pulling arrows out is not smart, but also pushing them all the way through them seems agonizing. Uh, what would you prefer? You're the one with the splinter, Melok. Oh, just give it a go. <laughs> okay. I trust you. <laughs> okay. Uh, pulling, I'm gonna... will, pulling will have greater harm. They are bolts, too, so they're not, like, barbed. They're just... Oh, okay. If they're bolts... Oh, let's just pull them. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll try pulling them. Melok. Hopefully without you bleeding to death. Yeah, oh God! I need a potion or a whiskey. <laughs> oh, we have a we have a health potion if we need it. Oh God! Oh, no whiskey. Um, Zach. Zanvin. Oh Zanvin, I'm so sorry. I was looking here at my notes. Zachvin. Zachvin. Well, um, <laughs> you have one special package for Melok agreed to his. Uh, since he's not a gold guy, there was one thing in that sack for him. Okay. I can uh, all right, you open up the sack as gold just begins to shine out. It's so bright. You thought it was kind of a fluke last night, like maybe the tavern. Uh, as you pick one coin up out of there, it glows with light. It is, in fact, a continual light coin. Ooh, that's my coin or that's Melok's coin? That would be Melok's treasure. However, you can choose to give or not to give it to him. I'll give it to him. He likes his trinkets, and he gave me 200 gold, wow. so... That's a nifty little trinket. You have a coin that has the light spell permanently cast on it. Cool. I'm going to bite down on it as these arrows get plucked from my body. Yeah, you don't take any damage. It just hurts like hell. Okay. I'm Then I'm going to probably, honestly, just go to sleep for the rest of the ride there. I, I, need, yeah. I, need, a, I need a nap after that. There's some... Uh, inside this dilapidated cart, there is some... Uh, old hay you could curl up in uh, and yeah you do. it doesn't really matter to me i fall asleep just about anywhere perfect 
the cart trundles on. Your first day goes without any issues. Uh, you hit a fork in the road. One path leads up and through the mountains. The other path leads under and through the mountains. Which do you take? Up. Yeah, I'd rather go over mountains than under. Still us? Uh, probably over. Okay. Which one has more prints upon it? Under. Under has more? Under has more. However... I trust the road less traveled, friends. Let's go up. Perfect. You... Continue up and through the mountains. All right. Yeah. All right. I've seen Lord of the Rings. I'm not going through the, the gates of Mario. Yeah. <laughs> they had rock giants on the mountain. Oh, I would no. take the mines over the rock giants. It's a random encounter. A trainer approaches you, ready for battle. Oh, come on. I thought it was a wild Charizard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> not quite. All right. Let me get this shoddy cart drawn here. Oh, that's a bad color. It's a shoddy cart, so. Right. Shout out to the four people watching us right now. Y'all are dope. It's a two and hey. They're in it for I want to see if this works. Uh, so in this picture, we're, we're in the direction of south. We're getting, heading south in this picture. You are heading south. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't wait for us to actually get a legit soundboard, so hold it up on my phone. I'm ready to get to Garen's rest finally. <laughs> Our episode three is going to be called the funeral finally. Right. Do what we thought we were going to do in session one. Okay. Uh, I have a free will initiative. A rock hits the side of the shoddy cart. Uh oh. These blue dots are these mysterious creatures or mysterious something or others. Mountain. Oh yeah, this is there's snow. There's snow up here. Snow. Oh, should have done it in white. Everything. Yeah, I should have. I should have remade this map. I just was, uh, okay. chose not to. So sorry. Uh, striking the cart. Everyone inside the cart is doing dexterity saving throw. Burn on top. You may make an athletics check. Strikes the moving cart. Dexterity saving throw. Oh, at disadvantage because you don't see it coming because the shutty cart only has one window and it's on the door on the left hand side. My disadvantage was 16 plus 4 is 20. For dex, yeah. plus, dex modifier, right? Uh, yes. Can we use a modifier if it's at disadvantage? Uh, yes, you still get your modifier. Okay. So that's a 20. I got an 18. Okay. I got a 13. Oh, uh, got a 6. For strength athletics? Oh, I thought you said perception. For strength and athletics? Mm -hmm. Damn it. Um, nine? Okay. Oh, my so, athletics is plus five. So. 
What do I do? 14. Roll one and then add both of my strength and athletics. Uh, you would just add athletics because athletics has strength factored into it. Oh, okay. That's plus five. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. At eleven, you take one point of damage as this rock strikes the cart from one yeah. of the enemies, throwing it at you. Uh, everyone else who passed uh, with ten or higher only takes one damage. Hey. As hey. one Yeti uh, roar in the distance. Oh, the other the one has yep. Like okay. Yeti, we're finding freaking Yetis right now. <laughs> Go ahead, and roll initiative. I wasn't ready for right. this Yeti. My initiative was a crit for twenty-three modified. Nice, Melok. I'm woefully unarmed for this encounter. Does somebody have a dagger I could borrow, perhaps? Or something? A sword from the the. The guy that you need to abandon all his equipment. Yeah, I'll give him that sword. You said we roll the initiative at a disadvantage, right? No, not initiative. Just the saving throw. So you guys are just normal initiative. Oh, okay. Uh, my initiative is a three. Uh, I could give Melok a mace or a sickle since I just is, got this. Is the sickle dex-based? It is. In the meta, that might be better. <laughs> I'm a deck because for decks based weaponry. He's a deckus. Yeah, so um, if, if you if you want it to defend yourself, I've got sickle or mace. Choose which one you want. <laughs> Thank you. I I will I will use this fondly. There you go. Burn what was your skill and grace? What was my what? Initiative. I rolled a nine. Nine. Install us. I got a 20. Nice. Nice. Okay. Melok, starting us out, my dude. Cody, you got All right. Here, right? I did. So yes. we've okay. got two Yetis. I am going to try to charm one of them with a little singy song. Okay. You will have to leave the cart. You don't really, you can't necessarily see them. Like I said, the only window is where the arrow is at pointing out. Oh, okay, I'm gonna stick my head out the top and start yodeling very charmingly. Do you want to move on to the top of the cart, or are you just poking out? Just poke my head out at first. Yep, poke my head out, start yodeling. Uh, which yeti to your west or to your it's, north? It's gonna be the westernmost yeti. Okay. This guy. Yeah, and that's a wisdom saving throw. Hey, hey, not their strong suit. I hope not. That's a five, boss. All right, cool. That Yeti is charmed. Uh, the Yeti looks at you with lust-filled eyes. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right. The charmed creature regards you as friendly. So yes. there's it that. Regards, regards you as friendly. You and your companions, it says in the spell. Okay. Well, there you go, then. So That's too bad. We have one good Yeti, guys. Hooray. <laughs> Can we keep him for the rest of our journey? <laughs> she was like, I was like, Yeti with us? No. If you cast it every day for a year and it fails every day for a year, it becomes your thrall. 
it's only for an hour and I have to recast this every hour. Yes, you would for a year straight. Yeah. I'm no, down to just watch this Yeti beat the hell out of the other Yeti. Uh, Stolas, it's your turn. One of the Yetis is just kind of, oh, look at this cute car. Sorry I threw a rock at you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave the cart. Okay. Um, just to see if there's any more trouble to be uh, found. Yeah. How high do you want to fly? Uh, let's make it about 20 feet. Oh, I totally moved you out. I meant to move Nog out because Melok's green. Melok. Stolas. 20 up. Okay. Uh, you can see the Yeti in front of you over the cart and then the one in the bushes. Cool. Well, I'm assuming the one... Uh... In front of us to the north is probably uh, not friendly, so I'm going to try and attack it. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'd like to use Eldritch Blast. Okay. Where's my D10? I got a nine. Nine to hit. Uh, nine does not quite make it. Eldritch Brass goes zoom, high over his head. Uh, Damn it! It's the Yeti's turn. Um, did you use Charm Person on a creature? Devin? Yeah. So, Yetis are not humanoid. What? I'm so sorry. They are the missing link between man and human. They're a monstrosity. So, what's your turn? So I'm really <laughs> yeah. Can now. can we just do the same, but for sleep? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, give me that total of uh, sleep. Okay. okay. So this bad boy. Um, I rolled five d eight. Okay. And for a total of 18. Does that meet the Yeti's total hit points? That does not, unfortunately. Alright, well that Yeti is not asleep. Okay. Uh, back to the Yeti's turns. This one will charge. And it goes straight for the asses. And begins to eat one. God damn it. Not my thick ass asses. <laughs> 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 this yeti uh, seeing Stolas is going to try and throw a rock at her wonderful pulls up earth from the ground producing a large rock decently boulder sized uh, that is an 11 does that hit is there any modifier on this uh, so I added my modifiers. Uh, he rolled 6 plus 5, which is 11. So it would be your AC that he's attacking against. Your armor class. Mm -hmm. your oh, armor class? My, my armor class is a 12. Okay, perfect. It sails just under one of your wings as the Yeti is disappointed it did not hit you. Burn! That would be your armor, does your armor class go up at level 2? 
No, armor class yeah. is based off of dex. Um, For him, it's strength. Or constitution? Isn't no. his different? No, it's dexterity with all all classes except barbarian who are armored. Oh. Okay, well, I'm not going to let this dude eat my ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I need that sound bite. I need that sound bite for next episode. I need that sound bite for next episode. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I can't wait for the Put that on a t shirt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll buy that shirt. Yeah, I'm not gonna let this Yeti eat my ass. So no, I'm, you were I'm not gonna let this Yeti eat my ass. Live and let dice. Get your merch. <laughs> For excelling roleplay going above and beyond into the meta, you have advantage on your next attack. <laughs> okay. Lay off me, my dude. Uh, yeah, so I moved down. I, I mean, he's right there, so that's yeah. pretty close. Um, so I roll twice. You do. You roll twice and take the highest result. Okay, first one was a 16. Other one was a 1. So 16 plus strength is plus 3. So 19 total. Um, is that with a two-handed? Uh, that's up to you. You can choose to use your sword two-handed or one-handed. I would assume you probably don't have your shield equipped. Yeah, I'm, I, it's two-handed. So Yeah, you. that is more than enough to hit the Eddie. You okay. strike him. Noise. Bastard eating my ass. <laughs> How much damage do you do? Be a D10 plus strength? Oh, D10. That's this one. Yeah. Uh, four, five, six, seven. Seven damage to the Yeti as it howls in rage to your attack. Um, did, it, right? you, did, you, did you level up with your stuff? Because that might be different. Just to oh, I only leveled up my HP. Okay. Um, we will talk after this super quick. Okay. Let's make sure that you're taken care of. Uh, okay, that goes to the Asna's turn, who flails uh, and needs to make a death saving throw. And fail. <clears throat> the other ass will try and run. Uh, it didn't do so hot. So it's petrified in fear. That would be Zanvin's turn. I would like to. Uh, I would like to use my movement. So I have a movement of 40. Okay. And I'm going to get out of the uh, trolley. And uh, where's Stolos at? Stolos is, I'm gonna kind of Stolos go is flying 20 to the feet. left, yeah, towards like the snow words. I'm gonna just kind of go in the snow. And is there like a tree area, like like a forest, or is this just like an open snow plain? We'll we'll say it's all the same, it's forested mountain as you're kind oh, of uh, oh, okay, okay. So then I will go there and then with my one uh free activity i will draw my um i will draw a uh rapier okay and then with my action i will draw my short sword okay and then i will use um 
my level my second level bonus for a bonus action and I will hide. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me stealth. As you hide in the dense foliage. Stealth is a 20 plus 8 is 28. You disappear from sight as you are hiding. Where the hell are you hiding? In the forest. You could have come and helped me with this yeti. I needed to draw my weapons. I was I had a level three. I had no no jump on these guys. I'm I'm not playing to my strengths if I just hop in with a fucking three. I get double attacked by Yetis. Fuck that. All right. Um I rolled ass on my initiative. Back to Malak. Malak. You have a sickle yes. and you're sickle. peeking your head out the cart. Yep. And I'm now gonna jump out and attempt to plant this sickle squarely in the forehead of that Yeti. Okay, do you want to run... You, you could easily pull yourself up and over the cart, or do you want to run uh, like around or under the cart? How would you like to do that? Oh, no, we're going up and over. Okay. I'm going right for the dome piece. Huzzah! Next to burn. Go ahead and uh, make that attack, Malak. Alrighty. That's going to be... 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. And what's sickle damage? Uh, D4 plus dex. Alright. So, it's my dex modifier. That's going to be... Bum, bum, bum. Total of nine damage. Nice! It's a big thunking hit right in the Yeti's eye. Thunk. He is past bloodied. Nice. Uh, stole us. I'd like to try again to attack the, the Yeti in front of us. Yeah, this one down here. Uh, the northernmost Yeti. Yes, the northernmost Yeti. Um, so I got a 14 there. That's a hit. Nice. Um, and then you got to do your, how much damage you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. That's the D10? Uh, are you using Eldritch Blast? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I believe so. Did you get any special bonuses from your uh, Eldritch inv invocations? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I don't think so. I think he's checking in the book. Did you take your invocations at all? Out of curiosity? You should have two extra ones. Or two total, excuse me. I don't think I don't think I've chosen any. We we can come back to that. That's not a big deal. Okay. okay. Um but anyway, uh go ahead and roll that D10. Give me the result. Uh I got a six. Nice. Six solid damage is this streak of inky blackness races towards it and smacks it right in the chest. Nice job. Uh, the ass's turn. One of them has died because it rolled a one. Damn it. One still did not make enough of a strength saving throw to get free. So it quivers in fear. Uh, burn. That's your turn. As this yeti begins to devour the top head of your ass. Uh, maybe rethinking. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's the yeti's turns. Wait. I about that. How? Uh, they are 15 and you are 9 on the uh, initiative chart here. Oh. Uh, this Yeti is going to get mad and try and use the strapped ass to attack you. All right. So make a strength check. It's, yeah, it's more than enough. 
And uh, he will try and strike you with a 16. Does that hit your armor class? Uh, no, no, my armor class is 18. Okay. And this cow goes sailing off, or this ass. I, I just bat it away. It's like, boom. And you bat it up and over your head as the ass goes sailing off and kind of splurts over here. Hell yeah. Uh, this Yeti, seeing that its buddy is getting hurt, is going to run and try and attack you. Actually, he's going to go this way. He's going to try and grapple you, Burn. So you get to make a strength saving throw at advantage. Do okay. nature. What about d20? Yep, roll your d20 to highest result, adding your strength saving throw. Okay, that one was a 21 modified, and the other one was a 6, so 21. Sorry, I dropped my dice. Uh, he does not have enough, so he's not able to grapple you, and that is his okay. turn. Uh, Burn, it's your turn. There are two okay. yetis staring at your mom. Okay, I'm gonna attack the the one I was originally attacking on the on the west. Okay. Because uh, he was beyond bloodied, right? He is. Yeah. So what do I need to roll? Uh, d20 plus strength plus um proficiency bonus. Uh, the proficiency is what dexterity. Uh, proficiency is plus two at this level. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16, more than enough to hit? Nice. Uh, and then my D10, right? Yes, sir. D10 plus strength. Uh, it's a 10 modified. Whoa, big hits. You chomp off both of the Yeti's hands. Hell yeah. He is critical. Uh, that then goes to Zan uh, Zanvin. Melok, did I skip you? I no. No, I he, don't know. He uses his move to jump over the car. Yeah, that's right. You're first in the order. That's why I feel like Yeah. It's yep. Zanvin, it's your turn. Um, recap. Uh, it threw one of the asses off into the woods. Uh, this one's looking super bad next to Meloc over here. One the the one to the right, to the west, most is bloody, right? Uh, it is critical. Yeah, critical, okay. Um, are gone. So now that uh, I am hiding and I'm gone for the night, uh, I am going to... Give me a second here. Sure. I'm going to move in position... Uh, right up to the to the eastmost yeti. Okay. And uh, will I get the sneak attack bonus since I was hiding? Uh, you will. He is not to you at all. He has no clue you're there. I do have that advantage. You do have advantage, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, let me see. I'm not going to use. Well, I'll do my. Let me see. I'll use my first action to attack. Okay, go ahead. And you're hitting and the one that's I will, not critical, correct? Uh, the easternmost one. Yeah, and the one you're right next to. Okay. I'll use my rapier for this attack. Okay, perfect. Uh, I rolled a natural 20. Okay, that's uh, double damage on the dice. So go ahead and roll your d8. 
and your sneak attack dice um, twice and add the results together. Okay, so D8 was a 6 for the first one, and then a 2, and then the sneak attack dice, which is a D6, uh, was a 6. Okay. Uh, so eight with that... Eight is, or 8 plus 6 is 14. And then roll plus... the sneak attack twice, twice. Yeah. Okay. And then that's plus four, I think. That's just a rapier. Okay. Uh, so like that's like seventeen, I think. I got you here. Uh, it is also in critical condition now. Okay, and then I will use my bonus action to. Uh, I will use the short sword to attack. Okay. And that is uh, D20. Yep. Uh, is, is a 13. He said it's plus the constitution. Uh, it would be dex and proficiency bonus. So okay, attack. so uh, plus 6. So that's 13 plus 6 is 19. Okay, that's more than enough to hit. And then okay. there's just a D6 on the dice. D6 on the dice is a 5. Nice. Uh, you... Take this per- almost perfectly well, Yeti, uh, and absolutely you cut off one of its. Um, your rapier goes straight through its spine and into its heart. Oh, yeah. Pull it back out. You manage to clip off both feet with the short sword, but he <laughs> is still alive. <laughs> I really does not like it. It is slowly bleeding out. Uh, Meloc, that's back to you, my dude. Yes. I'm going to finish this Yeti in front of me. All right. Go ahead and make your attack. attempt to. That's going to be a 16 to hit again. It hits. Okay. For a grand total of, that's the wrong dice, six damage. Wow, how, Yeti. How do you want to kill this Yeti? Uh, I just want to Point. scythe it right through the throat. Yeah, you sight that his blood sprays all over you in the cart, and the Yeti crumples into a heap against the cart. Dead. That's what you get for resisting my sleep spell. <laughs> Stolos? Yes, I'd like to uh, attack the Romanian Yeti. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will use... Um, I'll use Chill Touch. Okay. Noise. Danny Lee says, come on, Zach, make it a clean death. <laughs> I'm trying. So that's a D20 still loss, plus your uh, spell attack modifier to hit. Yeah, I'm trying to find that one. Uh, it should be on the spell sheet page in the top right, I believe. Wait, which is the... Oh, okay, I see. So that would be 15? Oh, it hits. How do you want to kill this Yeti? Hey... Um, I don't know. It's a. I'm assuming it's like an ice spell. So just turn the icicle and you kick his body over. And yeah, just like a ice million spear, I guess. Phantasmal <laughs> hand that deals necrotic damage as it rakes through the yeti's flesh. Hell yeah! Nice. <laughs> Dead. Nice. Good job, guys. Nice. All right, you're down one ass, so travel will now take twice as long. Damn it. Sad. 
We killed the Yeti, but he's still here. Hey, is there any way? Is there any way we can, um, I guess, harvest some meat from the dead ass? Uh, yeah, from the ass you could. You wouldn't really want to eat Yeti meat. Uh, we all eat an ass. Yeah, we Those of you who would like to eat ass, go ahead and give me uh, nature checks to check out what this troll has or this Yeti has done to this. Okay. Uh, I got a 17 modified. I got a 12 modified. Uh, let's see. You said it was nature? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a two. Okay. <laughs> Malak? Modified 18. Okay. So, um, Burn walks over and you're like, oh, damn, ribs. Hell yeah. And uh, you're getting ready to start harvesting as uh, Zanvin and Melok both put a hand on you super quick, uh, realizing that the saliva of the Yeti is actually uh, corrosive. Not necessarily poisonous, because it starts uh, working as soon as it hits, uh, and it's slowly eating away what is left of this creature. Whoa there, big guy. If you eat that, your insides are going to become your outsides real fast. Yeah. So, unfortunately, the ass which you want to eat is unedible. It's dirty. It's dirty. It's like all ass. It's okay. Depends on the ass. There's a rule of thumb. It's 2020, buddy. Have you seen the white wipes? Yeah. Um... Anything else you guys would like to do before you take off? Uh, Burn, are you going to help push? I'm already driving the damn thing. I gotta push. I was asking if you want to. You could make up the time. Oh, yeah, I guess. I'll help everybody out. Someone's gonna have to steer. (laughs) I'll steer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This little ass that we have left is too much for you. Uh, you progress with the rest of the day making up the time from one dead ass <laughs> what ho nag march uh, uh, and are able to get two thirds of your way through the trip uh, night falls uh, are you sleeping in the shoddy cart under it over it behind it I'll sleep under it okay anybody else I'll sleep in the cart I'm okay. just gonna curl up next to Burn. He makes me feel safe. <laughs> and I'll sleep on top of the cart. <laughs> All right. Uh, your night passes without incident. Hey. And you continue on your travels through the final day to Garen's rest. Man, did any of us get hit on that last battle with the Yetis? Yeah, I don't think so. Damage. They're not super nasty. They just can get gross. If they, they were crap. focusing on eating ass, they were. <laughs> Uh, straight. That being said, had you thrown out some of your rations to them, it probably would have deterred the Yetis for a few. God damn it. <laughs> what? Oh, for real? It's all right. We got some kills. And some we got a hilarious meme out of it. So You did get a great meme out of it. Uh, welcome back. Zach, do you want to take the intermission sign down? Oh, yeah. Thank you for that. I got you back. Uh, your travels continue uh, until you cross over the mountains into the scenic hillock valley kind of over here of Garen's Rest in between the two mountains, not too far from the lake. 
Uh, as you approach, this yes, is stranger. what. You... Oh yes, I do. <laughs> Thank you. All right, one more time here. Um, last day of the travels through the mountains uh, and to Garen's rest over here, uh, not too far from the lake, uh, as I had stated earlier. Uh, and as you approach, this is what you see: the infinite abyss of Streamyard. Ooh. So you guys are approaching from the bottom down here, and he kind of has built his homestead on these two um, protruding rocks, almost like a plateau of sorts of, on these rolling hills. Uh, there is Garen's cottage, his stables, and his forge. Uh, you guys are coming in on the bottom from left to right, passing the training dummies. Um, now, is this something he's built after us, or do, are we familiar with this area? Uh, you are very familiar with it. Okay. Um, my, my. I remember nuking these training dummies with mystical spells. It's been a while. <laughs> Hundreds of daggers have been thrown into these dummies yes. as well. I, I've yep. cleaved my fair share of these dummies into Wayne. You remember <laughs> chopping down the trees to set up the range? Uh, finding old scraps of armor to put on these dummies to put up there. Many an old arrow is still there. Uh, and the scorch marks remain from many days of use. Um, coming up and in, grab my paint tool here. You bring the cart to rest. Uh, I assume probably over here. That was a multifaceted statement right there. We're at Garen's rest. Oh, We're yes. At rest. We're here to put him to rest. Yes, you are. Burn. Helping back the wagon up. <laughs> back that ass up. Burn. Stallus. Meloc and Green. And good old Zach Zanvin Xavier, the third. Rona. <laughs> the Rona, it's real. Cody, Cody's got the Rona. Probably from that haircut you got later. Oh yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, the forge uh, doors are closed. Uh, there's no heat radiating out from in there as you bring the cart to rest. Uh, entering stage left is a large eagle that swoops in and lands here turning into a large furbold. Ah. A large what? A furbold. What the hell's that? Oh, I will show you here shortly. So oh, furbold. Go ahead. Stolas, is that a relative of yours? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> uh, he has shapeshift from bird form into this large, eight foot tall, uh, kind of ashy colored skin. Um, creature <laughs> holding a staff as he greets dusty. you saying welcome to Garen's rest and who, who might you? you be oh i am torvok i am a druid of the forest and friend of garen or was a friend of garen and steward of his home while he is gone he isn't says, he dead what yes. do you mean gone? 
Okay. So, so you're the steward forever. Life, life transcends many forms. So is this your house now? No, I am simply waiting for those to arrive who may claim his, his home. Should they want? Oh, 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 do you mean us? And who are you? We are the members of Garen's Guild. Yeah. Ah. He, he has since. He said, yes, I believe that I am the one who sent unfortunate news to the town who called upon all the members he had trained for his funeral. He said, yeah, you, you are a couple days early for the funeral, but oh, how yeah, many so others are we expecting? He said, yeah, uh, we could have been in town enjoying ourselves, but it's not safe there anymore. Why oh, have we not? all look at Melloc. <laughs> has had something poor begotten the town? No, everything's fine. <laughs> you can say that. Well, all right. Hmm. They were they were trying to feed an angel baby to a giant shark, but uh, most unfortunate that, ritual. Yeah, they were most likely successful with that. Actually, Do you know but... when that ritual is going down? It already went down. We missed it. It should have happened on yesterday's morrow at the start of the oh, summer damn solstice. It. Damn it. Very I was thinking we could like level up and then like go stop it, but <laughs> you would need to be level fifteen to attempt to take on a dragon turtle. Ooh, a plot Just as for a, later, a plot a little... for a later. Exactly. <laughs> Ten thousand in the hyperbolic time chamber stored below <laughs> Garen's forge. No, uh, he produces from his pocket a small brass key, and he says, "I will come to check in from time to time, but I'm sure that you would like your rest." And to say goodbye to your mentor. Thanks, homie. And he hands it to you, Burn, uh, who, ironically, you know, he's about eight, eight and a half feet, nine feet tall, about the size of you. Uh, as he clasps your hand to shake it and hands you this brass key. I thank him very much. He said, "Should you need of me, just call. I will be in the woods, but I will also give you privacy." I don't know any bird calls. No okay. <laughs> And uh, anyone like to say anything else to this strange druid? Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Wait, where's where's the food? Up your butt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just we kidding. just have some food on the cart. Yeah, you still have food on the cart, and you have not checked right, around. But I'd much rather eat Garen's. Yeah, I mean, you That's can true. He's not use the it. key. Let's use the key. Yeah, let's get the key and go into his uh, his homestead. So let's do this super quick. Uh, we're going to roll what's called social initiative. So it gives everyone a chance to kind of highlight what they're doing. <laughs> and you can give me a direction you would like to go. 12. And I will get you there. 12 for Zanvin. Is that just with a detour? Yep. Ooh, I rolled a 19. Nice. I got a 17. That's going to be a 14 for me. Uh, I'm just going to head towards this house. Um, The actual home. Okay. Uh, Burn heads towards the home. Where are the rest of you following? Or you can give me a preset destination and we will catch up with you when it is your turn. I'd like to follow uh, to Garen's house. Okay. Milk? I'm headed to the forge. Okay. Uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna also check to see if maybe he has some uh, literature in his house. Perfect. What a nerd. Uh, Milok, the forge is currently locked. But we'll get to that wow. on your turn. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll say for the sake of simplicity that uh, you guys just kind of open everything up in your time to settle. Uh... Okay. You enter into oh, Garen's wow. home. Man, you can't prepare it. Yeah, right? You like that that slick transition? Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Pretty sweet. Uh, thank you. Uh, as the three of you enter, uh, it's almost as he left it. Uh, perfect in many ways. There is a stack of firewood, his spears, the tub, many books that many times that you spend reading with him. His larders are mostly full. Uh, while some of the food has started to go bad, most of it is still good. <laughs> he has his desk and his personal bedroom, which is currently closed. Go ahead, Burn. Where would you like to head first? Um, I'm going to go check inside his bedroom. Kind of okay. case the joint. Yeah. You See if anything looks out of place or if you... any funny businesses happens. Yeah. As you enter, the uh, covers are disheveled. Uh, and laying in his bed with a shocked look on his face and one arm reaching towards the nightstand is Garen, who has been turned to stone. Oh, God. Turned to stone? Turned to stone. What are we reaching for? Can I look on the table? Yeah, you look on the table. Uh, it, there's kind of a dust outline of what looks like maybe a weapon. Uh, so, so being turned to stone in Dungeons & Dragons is fatal. There is a time frame. I see. So okay. We could possibly save him. You could have maybe two weeks ago. Oh, ah, shit. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you think probably uh, the house looks as if it maybe has been tidied up a little bit, potentially by large like, footprints, kind of dust displacement. You think maybe Torvac came to visit and uh, found him this way, or maybe turned him this way. Who knows? Um, but from your brief interaction with him and him being supposedly good, you don't think you would draw the conclusions that he did it. But that's your call. Okay. Um... Well, remember what just assuming got us last time. So <laughs> let's not make any hasty decisions. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm done with my turn. Okay, Stolas. Um, I'm going to investigate the shelves because I see a ton of books. Yes, I'm hoping is... one of them is useful. There are many useful books. Is there anything specific you're looking for? Let me ask you that. Um, I guess any sort of spell books or something like alchemy, like how to how to mix some herbs to make something useful or. Okay. Uh, you find many books of common literature in multiple languages. Uh, many of the books that you uh, grew up reading with him, you know that he has a couple books on herbs, local herbs found here uh, that are pinned personal journals uh, of different plants in the region that he would use for different medicinal purposes or for potential, you know, fatal purposes, things to stay away from. 
there's an outline of creatures that live within the island itself and abroad. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of things like that. As for spells, as an artificer, doesn't really have a book full of spells. More of his magic would flow uh, at the forge. I see. Okay. So. Well, cool. I'd like to keep at least some of the uh, uh, some of the books that have information on the creatures around here, especially and the herbs. So. Yeah. So why don't you take uh, like Garen's journal, like one through five, and gotcha. kind of. Chronicles his life and the region, that kind of thing. Uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, no, I'm just going to be uh, sitting back and reading this. Perfect. Uh, there are two books that also catch your eye. Uh, one called The Hunger of Hadar and one called The Eternal Outer Darkness. Ooh, those sound awesome. I will take those as well. Zinvin. I'm going to take a uh, listener suggestion. They say, check the fireplace. There could be a secret button. So nice. I will investigate the fireplace and the rug. Can we zoom in on, on Garen's home just a little bit? So I can yeah. Get an Let idea me, of what I'm looking at here. Let me clear some ink here. Oh, nope. Bring it in here. Yeah, I'm going to inspect the uh, fireplace for any uh... <coughs> I know Garen uh, has taught me in my ways of, of the rogue life so mm. I know that that is a uh, normal calling card of our people so I'm just going to see if there's any, any hidden buttons any uh, anything out of order that might activate a hidden door or um, a stairway perhaps something like that sure uh, so in the fireplace, the embers have died down. There, it needs a good scrubbing and cleaning. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Investigation was fifteen plus four is a nineteen. Nice. Uh, yeah, not a lot hidden in there. You do find kind of stuffed into the chimney, uh, approximately uh, eighty. 83 gold or like assorted gems okay. uh, stuffed in a leather sack. I will take those for myself. Nice. Uh, but that's it kind of for the chimney. Okay, that's my turn. Okay. Melok! The forge has been unlocked for you. Right on. I am looking around. Looking around. Seeing what we got, seeing what I remember. Probably going to go over to that table and grab a weapon that's better than the <laughs> sickle. Sure. Uh, so I'll describe the room for you here. Uh, as you enter, there are a couple things that catch your eye. One, uh, there are a pair of greaves on the ground that seem to be about halfway done being finished. Uh, next to a, a bucket full of spears. There is the fireplace, which is dead right now inscribed into the ground around this anvil that has been secured to the ground. Um, you notice the anvil is actually made of solid silver. Uh, and as you enter the circle, it begins to flare to life. Um, and you can kind of feel the magic thrum in the air. Ooh. You believe this is where Garen produced most of his magic and his items. Uh, oh. East I'm of gonna... you, 
Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, I want to pick up those greaves and give them a little thwacking on that anvil, see what happens. Sparks fly. Um, go ahead and give me Arcana. What are you trying to... Are you just attempting just randomly for something to happen, or is there a specific goal in mind? No, I'm, I'm just kind of fucking around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you start to warp the greaves out of the beautiful shape that they were beginning to take, uh, and you can... Being a bard and knowing the arcane feel of magic, you can feel that if you had the training, you could impose your wheel, your will onto items uh, should you want to, though you lack the knowledge of how to do so. That's pretty neat. I'm going to put these busted greaves on, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah they're, uh, they're heavy armor, so they're going to slow you down a little bit, and they're about two sizes too big for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just messing around. I'm wearing the greaves. Sure. I'm going to go over to that table and grab a rapier. Yeah. So uh, later on the table, there are three scimitars. There are two short swords, three rapiers, two daggers, and two light hammers. How many rapiers? Three. Okay. I'm going to grab one rapier just to like have and not mess up. And I'm going to take another rapier over there to that table. So I gotta write down everything I'm saying. Uh, okay. For skimming, yeah, just for the sake of having a rapier, I'm gonna grab two, and this other one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna concentrate. I'm gonna use the force. See what happens. Two light hammers. Ah, uh, yeah, you. Well, first of all, the quality speaks for itself on these weapons. While they are not magical in nature that you can feel in any of them as you kind of brush yourself over the desk, uh, they are well-crafted items. And you know that Garen took lots of pride in the items he created. Um, well, your sitting- handicraft was never in doubt, old man. It's <laughs> your personality. Sitting on the ground are a large hammer that looks to be very, very heavy and a smaller hammer. Which one do you pick up? Well, I, I don't even know if I could lift the large hammer, so you can probably try. the smaller one. Oh, okay. Yeah, fine. I'll give it a go. Because, I mean, first, you know, when you're forging stuff, I know you start off big and then you get little for the fine details. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you pick up the big one, uh, and as you pick it up, it is very heavy in your hands. And you kind of start to wobble. Oh. <laughs> And you're in grief, so go ahead and give it to me a disadvantage because you're wearing Grandpa's whoa, boots. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, so that's going to be a two? Oh, yeah, you talk over. <laughs> okay. Well, you're I don't need to wear these right now. I'll shuck the greaves off and I'll go to pick that hammer up again. Uh, yeah. Try, try again. Uh, take two damage for bonking your head on the anvil there as you fall over. <laughs> ah, the hammer one flat. Or yeah, is it it's flat roll. Just flat? Yep. So that's going to be 14. Do I get this yeah, hammer 14. up? Uh, All right. Lift it up onto one shoulder. Uh, as for swinging in it, it's probably going to be a little awkward, but you probably could do it. All right. So I'm going to just close my eyes. I, the rapier's out there on the table. My eyes are shut. I'm trying to feel it. Feel that rapier, and I'll be just, just put some magic into this thing, and I'm just going to smack down that hammer as hard as I possibly can. Go ahead and give me uh, Roll Arcana. Okay. I crit for my Arcana. Okay. Uh, Roll D100s. D100s. So 
two tens. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one's a ten and one's a three. So thirteen. So thirteen. You feel the hum of magic energy. It comes from the earth as it flows through your body. It extends into the will of the hammer. The hammer is struck at the right angle. As it strikes the rapier, the rapier gets hit. You hear the crack of thunder, and then the circle. Cool. <laughs> now I'm going to pick up that little hammer, and I'm going to start tip-tapping at it. Sure. Uh, as you tip-tap at it, feel whatever magic was left, potentially, inside the circle and in the hammer from Garen's power is leaving. Oh, kind of sad. A little bit. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just going to stop messing around and <laughs> what's the damage to the rapier on the table? Uh, the rapier has a stamp on it now as you kind of... Oh, I did off, something. You can see Garen's steel was sitting uh, under the rapier that you struck it on as it struck the hammer and it is now an official rapier made by Garen. All right. Well, there we go. I'm going to put that rapier made by Garen at my side and probably just kind of waddle around the room. Yeah. Looking around, there's a pile of uh, raw ore that has not been refined yet. Uh, there is, uh, to the top of that, there's like a melting station for ore, which just doesn't have anything in it. It's been cleaned out. Uh, there's a brazier that is not lit. And then there is a um, forging station for like rolling out steel for armor, that kind of thing. As you continue up, there is a cauldron of oil that is not bubbling or lit right now, but you think is probably for tempering. There is some stacked wood and two chests. And that's kind of it. All right. Well, um, I'm going to well, sing a jaunty little song and light a fire. Are these chests locked? They're not. Okay. I'll pop those chests open. Okay, you find inside a hilt to a sword. Uh, the sword itself is broken and jaded, uh, but looking at it, you can see that there's a crescent shape on it uh, with runes inscribed to it. Looks a little bit too big for your use, probably a great sword at one time, uh, but might be of interest to someone else in the party. Hmm. I'll make a mental note of that, and then just sing a song and enjoy the fire that I yeah. made. The, is that all that was in the chest? That's what was in the left chest. The right chest contains bars um, of multiple different ores, uh, iron, steel, uh, obsidian, and then some dwarven steel, kind of a different color with different, like a flowing grain through it, kind of like a folded steel ore, and then two silver bars on top worth about 20 gold each. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of... Uh, Sit by the fire. Okay. Uh, are you sitting by the brazier fire or by the fireplace? The fireplace fire. That's where I lit the fire. Yeah. Uh, as you sit next to it, there's a woodcutter's axe. And that's kind of what's in this room. Cool. Cool beans. Back to you, Burn. Um, yeah, I want to keep looking around for some stuff. Okay. Where would you like to look next? Are there any like letters or anything on the open? Maybe something <laughs> um, specifically directed at us? 
sitting on the table, Solus, uh, so enwrapped in the books, uh, you can make out the edge of a letter that is under one of the books that she's reading. Okay. <laughs> Wait, have we opened the letter that we got from the Birdman? Uh, did I say that he gave you a letter? He gave you a key? Yeah, give us a oh, key. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm he, sorry. He, oh, I'm sorry. The confusion is he gave word to the town that Garen had passed. Oh, I see. Oh, that's what we got the, okay, letter. I got you. I got you. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Um, there's a cool hat on the table. I forgot. Nice. Oh, there's also a chest right there. There is a chest right there. Would you like to take a peek inside? Yeah, let me take a look at that. All right, where's, go ahead. This, where's this chest at that we're looking at? Uh, uh, right oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Gotcha. Yeah, go ahead and uh, open it up. Okay. Better not be trapped, dude. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to us. <laughs> I would. A mimic. Cody loves mimics. <laughs> uh, no, this chest is mostly blankets. It's a trunk. Okay. <laughs> you think, right. uh, how hard do you rifle through it? Let me ask you that. Fairly hard. You're just tossing shit out as it comes out. <laughs> blankets, 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 blankets. Uh, when you get to the bottom, uh, you can see that there's a little eye hook, or not an eye hook, but like a ring inset into the bottom of the chest. And Ooh. as you start to pull, it is a false drawer, inside of which is approximately 60 gold worth of gems. Nice. I take those. Perfect. Anything else you'd like to do on this turn? Um, yeah, I was just gonna see if that letter we could read that letter. Yes, 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 yes. Um, do you call for Malak at all? Um, it is addressed to the four of you specifically. Yeah, maybe I have Stolas go get him, or what, where's uh, Zanavan? I'm right there with your boy. Yep, the three of you are in this room. Malak is the only one that is off. <clears throat> Okay, yeah, let's, uh, I guess let's all go to read this letter by the fire in the forge. Okay. I like that idea. The three of you exit and enter, seeing Meloc. Um, go ahead, give me perception checks. Just out of curiosity here. I got a seven. I got a 15. <laughs> I got a 16. So, uh, Stolz and Zanvin notice that there is a bruise starting to well up on Malak's forehead. Uh, and their greaves have been moved kind of in the dust trails of this room <laughs> as if it's scattered off. Um, and you can make out everything else I described in the room uh, the table full of weapons and Malak sitting by the fire. Hey, big fella, I think there might be something for you in that chest over there. It's kind of broken, but nifty. Mm, I'll take a look in a second. All right. You crack open this hot letter action. Yeah, let's read this letter that uh, Garen left for all four of us. Notes. Um. Sorry, I got to flip the page where I wrote this letter. Uh, okay. It follows, introducing the four of you. Burn, 
Stolos, my young Melok, and Zanvin. It's because I'm short doesn't mean I'm young. God, I never understood that. I have tried so hard in my life <laughs> to guide you down your right paths. Some have chosen the path that I have set them on. Others have chosen to take a different path. I am proud of you. I'm sorry that I could not be there more often for you. I hope that this letter finds you in good health. And then as you're reading through it, Zanvin, you catch something in, in these lyrics, the way that it's talking, because it kind of just talks in circles about each of you, how special you are to him, how important it is to live and be heroes and to make the best of what you can. Mm -hmm. But the underlining words in the note come across as Thieves Cant as Byrne reads to you. Mm -hmm. And it says, I have left each of you an item. You must seek it. It is personal for each of you. Go to the places where we trained. We learned. We spent time together. Also, bear underlined in mind that nothing is as it appears. Oh. Love it. Love it. All right. Uh, Burn, you finished reading the letter. All right. Um, I ask Melloc where that item he thinks is for me is at. Just told you it's right in the chest over there. All right. <clears throat> so I'm going to walk over to the chest and grab it. Yeah, you pull out the hilt to this great sword. Oh, masterful. It's crescent moon on it. On the kind of making up the front guard of it. Uh, across the actual top guard before it hits to the blade, there is the phases of the moon cycles running across it. And what looks like to be runes made out onto the broken blade itself. Uh, as you flip it over in your hands, you notice that uh, the lower part of this uh, like where the pommel's at is a crescent moon shape. And it mm -hmm. looks like there could be some sort of item that could be put into there. Okay. I'm pretty handy with that forge if you want me to try and fix it up for you. Hmm. Let me... Well, not the forge, but well, go, go lay it on the table. We'll see what I can do. Okay. Let's lay it on the table. Alright. Malak, what would you like to do? Um... You said something could fit in there? Yes. What does it look like? Maybe gym-shaped, rock-shaped. You're not quite sure. What about that little glowy rock Oh, that I got yeah. last session? You... I'm so going to pop it out of my skin. <laughs> do you do that inside the circle or outside the circle? Inside the circle. So as you do, the rock itself fades into a, a star-shaped gym that looks like it could be fit into the pommel. All right. See, I told you I knew what I was doing, and I'm going to smack it into the pommel and whap it with the little hammer. It clicks. The runes light up faintly, but you feel as if there is something else that needs to happen to this blade before it functions. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. Don't you worry. Here, here pick up the big hammer and give it a whack. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Uh, okay, I pick up the big hammer and 
swing it over my head and give it a big old whack. Well, the mag- the the item itself has some sort of magic to it, though you are not sure, even if it is broken. Uh, after multiple minutes of trying, it does not seem that it is neither bending nor breaking. Hmm. Well, maybe we just table this for now. <laughs> it's not my area of expertise, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Zin, uh, uh, so us. Um, well, I don't really have anything to mess with on this board, so I'm not going to do that. Okay. Have it, hey, you should know how to work this if you ever already know how to do it. I mean, I know magic, but I don't know blacksmithing. This is magic blacksmithing. You're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, does anyone want to volunteer an item that I could test it on? Or oh man, you you do know that most of the magic that it was in the circle has already been used or has disappeared. So how do we put more magic oh, I see. into the circle? You think that you would probably have to be some sort of artificer? Oh, oh. which I am not. <clears throat> You could just try dumping raw magic spells into the ground, but you think that it also could potentially destroy the circle. Oh, well, don't we want to do that. Dolos. We Hold lost Dolos for a second. Oh, okay. Do you want to move on to the next person? Sure. Uh, Zanvin, let's, yeah. uh, according to the clues and uh, kind of looking at the fireplace, um, there is a symbol of the bear that is kind of, you know, is also. Gavin's or Garen's symbol uh, yes. that is kind of carved into one of the stones. Not who Gavin is, but uh, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Garen. <laughs> on either side of the fireplace. Okay, I will. Uh, I'd like to investigate those uh, bear symbols. Sure. Uh, you walk over and start to kind of fiddle with it. Go ahead and give me sleight of hand. Sleight of hand is a fifteen plus. Six is a 21. Nice. So you're very easily the one on the left. You uh, you know what to click. You have seen these before. They are secret compartments that are hidden inside the Ford, uh, the um, walls of this fireplace. Uh-huh. Uh, as you click the eye of the bear, uh, its mouth begins to open and there's a keyhole. And as you begin to work your thieves tools, it eventually opens up and you hear a click as a drawer slides out. Bundled in the left side, there is a gauntlet. Okay. Liking this already. Yeah. As you unfold it, you uh, kind of check out what it is. It looks like some sort of collapsible crossbow for your left arm. So, you uh, Pretty cool. slide the action on it, and uh, the crossbow folds out and loads a bolt in. Dude, luckily you didn't buy that crossbow in the last time. I know, right? <laughs> Oh man, that would have been that would have been awkward. A bit of waste of gold. And then, can I try to fiddle with the right bear? I think you said that I was only able to unlock one at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or go ahead. Go ahead and give me a slide of hand again. Okay, that one is fourteen plus six is twenty. Yeah, same thing. You're able to to click the the right eye of the bear this time, as it uh, its mouth opens. You fiddle with it. Same thing. Drawer comes out. In this one, it seems to be a gauntlet that has um, a flat metal piece on it. Uh, as you fit the gauntlet onto your right hand and kind of start flexing your hand back and forth, a katana slides out of one side of it. Oh, shit. As you rotate it, as wow. it's mounted to your wrist, uh, you can make out um, several marks where the katana slides in on itself. 
Okay. And there are a series of holes in the katana itself. Uh, tracing back the holes to the gauntlet, you can see some sort of apparatus where you could potentially put a vial into it and maybe leak poison or oil or something out of the blade. Oh, I like this. I would like yeah. to add these to my inventory. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Stolas, welcome back. Oh, so you're good? Sorry? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Stolas. Sorry, we lost you. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, not a lot of note here for you in this room, or Melloc. Um, yeah. Where would you like to go? Um. Well, I mean, if everyone's done there, uh, I'm well, going to go back, I guess... Burn, what did you find in Gavin's room? Or Gavin's room? Oh, uh, there really was nothing in there. I just found some gems. But the, letters, but the letter said to go where he trained you. Right? Yes. So. As, okay. as he says that to you, something kind of clicks in your head. And you open up the book that says The Eternal Outer Darkness. And as you open it, carved out inside the book itself is a necklace laying inside the pages. It is a four-pointed, rubied star that then has these black iron links that um, kind of rope in to uh, this like copper-weaved links that go all the way around the necklace. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd like to uh, kind of inspect this. Is there any other unusual features about it or feelings uh, as that you, I get from this? As you hold it up to your your face, um, the, the four-pointed star is cut in such a way that there's like a, a divot in the middle as it catches the light and kind of glints out. Uh, you notice two things. One, it seems to almost be absorbing the light around it, kind of making it darker than the rest of the room. And two, as you begin to stare into the middle of it, you can hear whispers of something. You can't quite make them out, but just dark whispers. Hmm. This is an unusual artifact, but I'm not going to mention that to anybody. Yeah. Because I don't want else, anyone to think I'm nuts. Sure. Everyone else is kind of looking at Stolas as she looks at it. She just seems to be intently, as she does with books and other things, just kind of examining it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm no. thinking this is probably what Garen left me. Um, I had found it back at the uh, his home. Yeah. All right. Um, Malak. Malak. Do you want to go and check in Garen's home? <laughs> Yeah, if that's is that where he used to train me? Uh, he has trained you multiple places, but the one thing that sticks out in your mind is the word thief. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly sure. what that means. Yeah, I'm going to go check in on those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was waiting oh. for you. Uh, so, uh, so Garen called me a thief. I'll recount this story. Uh, to the rest of the guild. Uh, but as you fellows know, I like to borrow and tamper and 
generally one of my better traits, I would say, is that I'm quite curious. Sometimes it leads to a bit of trouble, but nothing we can't handle. And he always had these drumsticks that uh, caught my eye. And, well, I borrowed one and he called me a thief, which sort of led to our falling out. Mm -hmm. Yes, you head into Garen's room. While the drum is missing, you check under his hat. Most cleverly hidden is one of the two drumsticks you were missing. However, as you begin to inspect this hat, there is a a pattern that emerges on this uh, ivory-carved silver-inlaid drumstick. And as you begin to turn it and look at it in your hands, you realize this was not a drumstick at all. It's a key. Oh. Oh. To what, I wonder? To what and wonder. So at this point, we have reached the interesting part of the game. Let's go ahead, uh, now that you have this context clue, go ahead and give this room another look. And bear in mind, not everything is as it seems. Well, I'll give it another look. I'm going to quickly try to jam it into my forearm. Is that uh, anything this time? Nope. <laughs> it fits in somewhere in the room. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something that might fit this. Which room is he in exactly? He is in. Well, I assume he's leaving uh, Garen's room. Uh, oh, the bear's mouth. And as you uh, as you gaze upon the bed, you see Garen with a shocked look on his face, reaching over to his nightstand that has been turned to stone, or he has been turned to stone. Garen. Yes, in his bed. Does it fit right up his asshole? It does what not. A dick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, we've got issues. <laughs> he called him um, a thief. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna talk to Stolz and be like, "Hey, keep your eye out for any little holes that this might fit into." Yeah. Uh, would you like to use any spells or arcana or anything? Uh, um, can, I... can I just do perception? I don't have any detection spells. Sure. Go ahead and give me perception. Yeah. That's going to or, be or investigation. Either one. Okay. Well, it's going to be a 13 for perception. Yeah, you notice the bear rug is actually off kilter from what it normally is. Hmm. Usually the bear face heads the other direction. Someone said bear mouth. Who was that? So is the bear rug pointing somewhere? Uh, Yeah, you can try or you can move the table and look or whatever you want to do. Yeah, I mean, well, what's the bear looking at? Now, oh, so the bear uh, currently is looking at the fire. Normally, it looks away from the fire because Garen always said that it was going to uh, ruin the um, the height of the bear if it was ever too close or in direct light of the fire. Okay, so uh, it's looking directly at the fireplace. Yep, and normally is it looks away from the fireplace. Side of that fireplace. Uh, nope. The the fireplace. fireplace. Okay, I'll move the rug aside. Oh, that's what we're looking for. Okay. You find a trap door. Oh, I did look for a trap door. Ooh. Uh, as you look at the door, there is a cylindrical hole. And as you put the drumstick in and twist, the drumstick descends into the door itself. And you hear a click as the door pops open. Ooh. Well, I'm going to. Hey, Solus, I'm going in here. You're welcome to join. I will join. 
This All right. is fun already. Come along. <laughs> you descend down a ladder. Uh, there is a statue of a, it's kind of been eroded that maybe he was either carving or maybe he found and somehow put down here. Uh, and you think that you may have found part of his treasure hoard that he Ooh. often bragged about having, but never actually any of you saw. Uh, down here are three casks of fine ale, an old horn. Oh, oh, oh boy, oh boy. A, a partially car, uh, a partially carved statue, a box containing a heavy crossbow, several crates used for lobsters. A large wooden box, a piano, and then food storage. Kind of like dry goods. A piano? Yes. Sweet. Well, I'm going to pop one of the ales open, offer one to Solus, and then I'm going to shove the other one into my stomach for later. Uh, they are casks of ale. Oh, golly. God damn. So I'm going to shove quite a few in there for later. And so as I have you... a bunch of ale tattoos. Uh, based off of your passive perception, as you look back up, you can't fathom how he got these down here. And then what you look at your arm. Fellow. Yeah, you how do you at, fit a piano down a trapdoor? You, <laughs> you no, know, I hadn't thought about that. And <laughs> now, as as you're thinking about this, you look at the key inside your arm, the little tattoo, and you kind of look around, and it dawns on you. Oh shit! Maybe this is. Maybe this is something he had. Maybe it's something he used. Oh. Why would the goblins have that? Great question. Turned him to stone. And there is music laid out on the piano. Anyways, uh Malik, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Anything you'd like to inspect other than the casks of ale? Well, we've got the ale. Um checking out that piano quite a bit yeah there's sheet music on it oh oh play it yeah i'll start playing from that sheet music ding 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 ding. it's way too cheery for garen is it uh, yeah so that's oh, curious yeah. it is curious well, it reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's dark let's do it uh as you do a couple things happen around this room uh, one, you play it in reverse, you hear a click. As you, do you stop or do you keep playing? You finna die, boy. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep playing. You hear a second click as you finish the song. Oh. Uh, the first click originated from this crate behind you, uh, kind of right here, this solo crate where my cursor's at. If you can make that out. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you open it? Absolutely. As you do, there is the single most fine carved loot you have ever seen. <sighs> Metallic in nature, full bowl. Uh, it's kind of odd looking though, because as you start to check its tune and look things over, there is uh, running your musician's hands across. You accidentally hit one of the buttons and a sword just falls out. What? From the top part as a finely craft short sword. Um, you can see that it kind of slid out from the bottom of the loot, and then there are all these clasps around the outside of the bowl. Uh, fiddling with them, undoing them actually causes a small buckler to detach from the bottom of the loot. My goodness, it also the old Scrooge have... had this down here so long, <laughs> never told me about it. 
laying in the buckler is a letter. I pick it up and read it. Dear thief. (laughs) I knew this day would come. So I made something just for you. I hope it serves you well in your travels and may you bring joy with magic. And I'm sorry I called you a thief. That is so nice. Oh, God, it wasn't so bad. (laughs) Uh, You're able to pick up your assorted items and um, attune them to this uh, loot. Uh, You could also tell that these strings themselves may have magic qualities. You're not quite sure. Go ahead and add battle loot to your inventory, my dude. Battle loot. Cool. Um, And while he's doing that, I'm going to use that horn to sample some of the fine wine. Uh, yeah, so you, <laughs> you unplug it and this horn begins to fill and then it starts spilling out the bottom as you realize it's an actual horn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> all the drinking. <laughs> drinking, try, drinking horn fail. Do you try to, to college your way, frat boy kind of style and just let it go through the horn and into your mouth or what do you do? I guess I just kind of like plug up the bottom of it. <laughs> All right. With my hands. There we go. Perfect. Champ. <laughs> to drink from this very large, four foot tall, ornately carved horn. Oh, it's four <laughs> feet tall. Yes. <laughs> Look at the nice little piano. <laughs> uh, uh, and begin to drink your way into oblivion as ale still spills out of this cask. <laughs> um, Zanvin, Burn, and Meloc, you smell it. And you can feel the vintage of this ale. Yeah, come down. It's a party. Oh, man. It's it smells so now. good. This is it, labeled across it. It says Black Label by Karen. A little wow. pretentious, but uh, <laughs> I'll walk down there, I guess, see what's going on. I'll go down yeah. there as well. It's the single best ale you've ever had. Wow. The craftsman through and through. Don't man, worry. I've got some more. I'm going to show off my tattoos. <laughs> You just suck them into your body. We've got we've got plenty to last. Uh, Meluk, you are you gonna try and take one of these whole crates into your body? Oh no, just a few bottles. Oh no, so these are these are full casks of tapped ale. Oh then yeah yeah, I'm gonna try to suck a whole ass uh, whole one in. Ninety percent of your body turns black with tattoo. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just a walking ale ale crate now. Uh, yeah, it's like inked over. <laughs> and you can make out the banding on his body in great detail, the different wood grains. My God. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So go ahead hey. and add ale to your inventory. <laughs> ale ale is my inventory ale now. Ale cask. <laughs> awesome. So if I open up my mouth and pinch nope. myself in the right spot, will it come trickling out? Not how it works. <laughs> uh, no party tricks. You are a storage vessel, not a party trick. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyone else want to do anything down here while you're here? Um, uh, I want to grab some of these bolts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just found the, the crossbow, but I don't have any bolts, I don't think. so. Oh, I'm so sorry. You also should have like a, it should have like been a, like a small like quiver yeah, okay. that came okay. with it. Uh, these bolts are a little bit too large. For the okay. wrist mounted crossbow, but could still fire. Okay. Yeah, I won't, I won't bother with those then. Okay. The um, 
the uh the thief's camp note was that the note that garen left for me yes the... okay okay mm-hmm. that's what i thought i'm still curious as to how he got a piano down here uh, yeah you look at melloc and then it kind of dawns on you he probably used the key to get it down here oh gotcha okay the question is like why did the orcs have it why did the no, goblins we have to figure have that out later okay uh the thing to the all the way to the left yeah is that oh, a hatch that is another hatch as you know. begin to move around the room yeah, and it's open from open playing the music i'm gonna open that thing up sounds great it descends further hey Hell yeah. Uh, I can't quite get it all in there. Anyways, so you descend into the middle of the room, uh, and there are a couple things on in this room. One, more storage of multiple items. A f- uh, full fire. It looks like an alchemy setup on the ground. Uh, adventuring cloaks. Uh, a broadsword. Food. Assorted trinkets on a wall, another statue that's even finer carved down here, a map, and a compass with a key sitting next to it. Yep, we're taking all that. Mm, let me grab the key and take a look at the map. Okay, so on the map, there are a couple things that are kind of strange. Um, the map itself seems to be writing to you as you pick it up, almost like Harry Potter style. Oh. And it says, please activate search device. And as you look at the compass next to you, you realize that uh, it's kind of this brass compass on top that doesn't actually have any north, south, east, west indicators on it. Mm-hmm. There is a small um, metal piece running over top that looks like sort of like a pseudo lock, but you're not quite sure. And as you flip the compass around in your hands, on the edges of it, it's about three inches thick, there are multiple keyholes that go along the side of the compass. Okay. Well, I mean, I have a key that's sitting right next to it, so mm-hmm. let's try some of these holes. Okay. Do you want to start on the top or the sides? Uh, the sides. All right. Uh, it does not fit on any of the sides as you fiddle with it for a couple minutes. Okay. Let's try the top. Perfect. You put it in, and it melts into the glass of oh. the compass. And then do you turn left or do you turn right? Uh, Left. Uh, You turn left and uh, the compass actually shrinks down into a normal compass. uh, And as the key sticks out and you get the impression that you could pull it out and it would function just as a normal compass. Oh, okay. As you turn it to the right, the key sinks in. The lock mechanism on top pops up almost like a viewfinder. Oh, the map updates with a world map, and there are multiple different symbols on it. Hell yeah. Some of them uh, look like mines or doorways. Some of them look like swords or armor. Some of them look like keys. And some of them are dots that are actually moving through the world. Okay. That's sweet. Well, I'm going to keep this. So You make out one dot that is currently on your area. Okay. As you kind of look at the map, you realize, oh, hey, shit, that's that's where we're at. Okay. And as you touch the map, it zooms in and zooms in, and it's Garen's rest. And then you can make out a bag symbol that is inside the house of Garen's rest. Oh. It just kind of has like a topographical map that shows like Google Maps looking over top, and it's like his house oh. with the bag symbol on top of it. 
Okay. Uh, I guess I show everyone like what the hell is this? Yeah. Well, everyone's still upstairs, so I I think they it's assumed they followed you down. Oh, okay. I actually I don't know. Let's uh let's pay him back. Stolas, what are you up to? Um, I'm gonna be kind of like peeking around here, see if there's any supplies we could use. I mean, he's he's as far as I can tell, he's pretty good at hiding little trinkets here and there for everyone so you never know sure yeah there's a whole alchemy set um and then like ingredient lists for different types of potions and poisons cool even more yeah so you can actually take that app and add alchemy kit to your inventory sweet and then reading these books will give you proficiency if you read them every night for a week Oops. And I guess I will assume that that's kind of what you're doing while Burn is checking out this whole compass before things. Yes, pop I think. Oh, uh, how sh should I put just map compass or? Um, I would put uh key compass key map. Okay. Um, Sanvin, what are you up to? Uh, I'm gonna look at this sword here. That's to the left of the ladder. Yeah. It's just kind of your standard broadsword. Um, the only thing special about it is there's some silver worked into the blade itself. Uh, so it would be counted as a long sword. Okay. Uh, can we zoom out a little bit on this uh, floor? I just want to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, I'll take... I guess, can we go to that trap door on the bottom? Yeah. You can uh, kind of find your way around um, behind the doors. You kind of have caught on to this point that there is something happening inside the house. Uh, and you find a red mark trap door that says do not enter, uh, and it is currently locked with no visible keyholes. Uh, I'd like to investigate it, see if I can notice anything about it. I mean, I guess there's a door, so it has to lead to somewhere, and I just want to notice the area around it to see if I could find any any sort of mechanism to open this door. I'll tell uh, you the first thing you notice is that the handle is silver rather than worked iron. Second, uh, it's Roa wood, which is a much stronger version of wood than normal. And third, it is sealed with wax. So that is airtight. Oh, very interesting. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, I guess I'll... That's a fireplace over there? Mm-hmm. I'll check out the fireplace, see if I can sure. find any clues to get into that room. Uh, this fireplace is clean. Uh, looking through the chimney, it actually goes like out. Mm -hmm. um, and it's almost large enough for you to fit into if you wanted to. Oh, I would want to. I want to see where it goes. Perfect. You begin to ascend the chimney. And it kind of goes up and then over and then up and over and up and over. And you begin to keep just keep climbing. And we'll kind of leave you there. Okay. Melok. Yes. A couple things. Uh, one, the statue <clears throat> is very, very impressive. Almost too impressive. Number two, there is a skull on the top right corner of this uh, the storage unit uh and then there is a small gym that catches your eye in a uh, box 
Oh boy. Well, which order? Oh, what's closest to me? Uh, I assume you're standing at the ladder still, since I can't draw yeah. without zooming So it's going to be out. the skull closest to me? Uh, they're about equidistant from you, to be honest with you. The skull and the gem are? Uh, the skull and the gem are on the same shelf up top. Uh, it's okay. the third shelf, so you'd have to climb the shelf to actually get to it, being that you're so small. Absolutely, absolutely that is what I'm going to do. Uh, go ahead and give me decks. Let's just see how you do climbing there. Uh, there's oh. two ways up. You can climb the shelves, or you can climb the stacked boxes to get on top. Okay, well, let's do the, the boxes. That seems safer. Sure. And that's going to be just a 12, actually. Oh, you're fine. You only need a 10. Uh, you scamper okay. up there. The cobwebs are all over this stuff as if it's not used. There's all kinds of uh, different types of chests that uh, you perceive as probably less impressive than this skull that has a candle in it and this gem ruby that is just sitting open in a box that is just covered in dust and cobwebs. Well, I'm going to one hand is going to grab this skull and the other hand is going to grab this ruby and I'm just going to start fingering them over. Perfect. Uh, the ruby you can add to your inventory is worth 120 gold pieces. Is it just a regular ruby? Uh, it's a finely cut ruby. Finely cut ruby. Okay. Well, that's less interesting. Now I'm onto the skull. Pocket the ruby. The skull is very interesting. It's teeth. Ooh. It's humanoid in nature. Uh, its teeth have been replaced with silver. There is a candle that has been inset into it uh, that is not lit, and the candle is red. The candle's red. Mm-hmm. Oh, could I light this somehow? Sure. Yeah, I'll scamper off the shelf and run over to that lit fire over there. Looks like. Uh, it's not lit at this time. It's not lit. Yeah, so well, I'm sure there's devices over there that could start yeah. a fire, and I'm going to light this candle. Box of matches. Uh, you light the candle, uh, and as it lights up, the candle begins to burn. The eye lights of the skull begin to light up as an image of Garen appears. Ooh. Smash cut to Zanvin. Spooky. Yo. Spooky. Zanvin, you climb all the way up this chimney and end up at the well. Uh there's a trap door, and as you open it, water begins to spill down on you. Oh. Uh, you close it behind you, and the well begins to fill with water again as it floats you to the top of the well. Hey, made it out. Melloc. Water begins to pour out of the chimney and <laughs> turns off the candle. <laughs> oh. All right, fine. I'll, I'll grab this skull and, well, I guess, how fast is it coming down? Uh, it is a rush of water about. Um, I'll, I'll give you rough volume here. It's probably 30 feet tall in the well, about 10 feet across. So that much water begins to just oceanically dump out of this cavern. In, so or, do I got to dip quick? Uh, you probably have to jump onto something as the water fills and then it kind of uh, displaces into the, the brick. Oh, loot case. What do you mean? What do you mean, loot case? My loot case. I have a ever. Oh yes, loot you. case. Oh yeah. no, it's it's not enough to drown you. It just puts the oh. candle out. Oh well, that kind of sucks. I'll have to relight that. But yes. I'm moving on to that statue now. Okay. <laughs> Even though the hologram of Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that might be something I want to share with everybody. Sure. Uh, we'll smash cut back to Zavin. Zavin, what do you do once you reach the top? Uh, I'm soaked. I'm annoyed. 
and uh, I'm are going you, to. What were we gonna ask? I'm sorry. Are Are you proud at all for Gavin having a second way out of his house? <laughs> uh, fantastically proud. But I'm going okay. to to scale down back to the, I guess the second sub level sure. where everyone was at. Uh, as I'm soaking you... wet, and so as I enter, uh, I'm going to change the shirt that I have for one of the blue shirts that are on the little <laughs> hanging thing over there. You understand why everything is now lifted off the ground uh, in this room? Yes. Uh, as you open the hatch back down, the water actually kind of buffers you as you go through this tunnel system and mm-hmm. gently deposits you back onto the fireplace as more water pours onto the ground and then continues to displace through the cracks in these bricks. It's probably why it's wax sealed. Ah. Perfect. So uh, I will now have my my iconic blue undershirt, Indiana Jones style, baby. Uh, at this time, Melok, what are you what are you pulling on? On the statue? Yeah. Oh, whatever. I get my grubby little mitts on. Probably starting with the weapon, moving on to the hands, the shin guards. Uh, yeah. Two things happen at this time. You pull on the weapon, and the arms lower, and you hear a, a click at the end of the room, and then Burns says, got it, as the map updates and uh, the compass absorbs the key. And then Zanvin is finished changing shirts, and Stolas has stowed her items of alchemy. So what, what happens with the click? I just hear it on the other end of the room? You do. You assume it's the trapdoor that Zanvin found. Oh, okay. Well then, um, <sighs> Well, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to try wants- to relight that skull now. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, an image of Gavin uh, begins to illuminate almost holographically out of the eyes of the skull as uh, the three of you are standing there. Um, he says, huh. so great to see the four of you. Even though I'm actually not here, this is just a recording. <laughs> and he snorts kind of in his old way, uh, and he lights a pipe. And he says, it's "Like a holocron." Oh, we need <laughs> to find where he kept all that tobacco. As uh, as you have noticed, I am probably dead. My funeral yep. will take place shortly after this, and many people will go through my items and house. Thankfully, the four of you have reached here first. Presumably, whoever is listening. I bestow this quest to you. There's a map on the table with a compass. When you insert the key to the top of the compass, it will update the map of my current adventure list. There are keys, mythical, legendary items that I've highlighted and tracked. Some of them are possessed by people. Some of them are possessed by creatures. Some of them are lost to the ages. These items are from the beginning of the Arcanum Wars. You must find them, take them to the forge, and the message cuts out. The candle on the skull has burned down in the whole time that it was using this. And that is all you get. You guys think there was more to that message? Maybe we should find some candles. Uh, I'm not sure, but... I'm a little concerned that we already used the magic in the forge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe we can figure out how to make more. 
We'll have to, man. We'll have to. <laughs> Didn't another room unlocked down here? It did. Yeah, let's go check that out. See what's going let's on. Let's go. Yeah, right. I volunteer Burn Ghost first. Oh, absolutely. Right behind you, big guy. Burn. You descend to the final chamber, smallest of all. Standing in the middle of this room with runes inscribed around it is a pile of armor kind of clattered to the ground. Uh, sticking out of which, you can make out a key in the chest of this pile of armor. Nice. Um, I don't have a key except for the one that was on my compass. Uh, give it a shot, see if that key works. Sure. Uh, do you try and pass the threshold of this uh, barrier as it lights up and it does not allow you entry? Oh. Maybe ask uh, Stola, see if maybe he's seen anything like this before. Yeah, you give the all clear sign. Do the three of you descend? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to... What What else can you tell me about this statue that maybe I can... Well, it's not so much a statue. I unfortunately had limited assets, and when I put random pieces of armor down, it looked weird. So, oh, I see. Uh, it is a pile of full plate armor. Uh, no really sigils or indications about it. Uh, sticking out of which, you can see a keyhole and a key protruding from it, though it's hard to make out through this blue barrier that seems to be around this uh, item. Well, who's going in there? I mean, I'll give it a shot. I don't know if turning that key will work, but... Yeah, you uh, try to stick your hand through the barrier, and you are rebuffed. Oh, great. All right, I guess I'll give it a go. Yeah. Melk, are you still holding the skull? Absolutely. Yeah, as soon as the skull comes from you touch the barrier, the lights on the eyes of the skull glow blue as it absorbs the barrier inside the skull. Wow. Look at that. Very cool. All right, and there's a key protruding from its chest. Do you turn it left, right, or pull it out? What do you guys think? Left, right, or pull it out? Um, well, usually, I guess left. I always go left. I right. always go left. Well, I definitely never pulled out, so <laughs> left it is. Left it is. Full initiative. Oh. <clears throat> Should have listened to Zanvin. 19. Oh, me too? Yes. Um, uh, 10. I got a 13. Oh, wait. Yeah. Did you add your modifier to that? Uh, it's a dexterity, right? I think your initiative is your dex modifier, yeah. Oh, oh. Wait, I forgot my dex went up. Yay. Uh, what is wait. it now? How did your dex go up? I thought you said it went up earlier. No. What did you put it to? Two. Oh, is oh, that, that was not for leveling up. Oh no, your dex doesn't go up. I'm so sorry. That is your uh, hit dice go up by one. Oh. What was your dex originally? Ten. Zero. Zero. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. So he, he has a flat ten. I have a modified ten for initiative. Okay. And mine would be a modified fourteen. Wait, we get a bonus to our initiative. It's it's uh it's dex based. Okay, so minus twenty three then. 
I just thought you rolled a d20. <laughs> 14. It's still loss. Perfect. Um, a couple of things happen at this point. The skull uh, in your hand, Melloc, uh goes flying out of your hands into the open helm as blue energy begins to fill the suit of armor and the key retracts into the suit of armor. Oh, no. Zevin, you're first. All right. I am... Let's see. I guess we're probably near the ladder at this point. Yeah, so sure. fairly close proximity to this thing. Sure. And I'm guessing I don't have advantage right now. You do not. You are taken aback by uh, the what has happened. Okay. Uh, and it looks like there's nowhere to hide, so kind of. You could go back up the ladder, close uh, it behind your friends, and leave them for dead. That's not a bad idea. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I am going to draw my rapier and I am going to do one thing real quick. So I can only draw one weapon and then I can use my bonus action draw again, but I can't attack because that would take up my your bonus action, but you could use your so it's a free action to draw a weapon. Yep. And then a second action I can either attack or draw a second weapon. Uh correct, or use your cunning action. Are, are, are we even sure this thing's going to attack us? He, he had a sort initiative, so yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to uh, draw, and then I'm going to attack my rapier. Perfect. Oh my god, that thing is so scary. You didn't show me that oh. picture. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, as uh, the, the blue energy fills, go ahead and make an attack roll against this creature. Uh, so my d20 is a 16 plus dexterity bonus, which is plus four, so 20 plus two, so 22. Yeah, you hit and you hit. Go ahead and deal damage. So rapier is 1d8 plus four. So okay. let me roll that one. Hang on one second. Okay, that's a d8. It's a five plus four is a nine. Sorry. Okay, and then I'm going to use my cunning action to um, let's see disengage, and uh, I do not provoke opportunity attacks. Okay, how far would you like to move? I would like to get behind the ladder, like as far as away as possible. Sure, you don't want to go up; you want to get behind. Well, I don't want to ditch my buddies. Okay. Yeah, I just want to get away. Like, like out of striking distance for now, and so I can attack again next turn. Come on. There we go. Okay. Uh, you retreat. The creature begins to swell to its full size as blue pulsing energy happens. Come on, computer. Don't be like this. There we go. Uh, as cold blue energy gathers around the armor, it animates, and piercing blue eyes look out at you from the skull. Uh, in doing so, it looks at you, Melloc, standing closest oh. to him. Today says, in a cold, raspy voice, it says, Child, you have freed me. 
I'm just short. A hundred and eighty years of imprisonment by Garen. And I have you to thank. And he sticks a hand out to you. Like he wants to shake? Yeah. His left hand, that's right, because his right hand is holding a flaming blue sword. That's weird. Um, It just wants to shake hands? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, sweet. I am going to just stab it. I'm going to stab the hand. Well, it's not your turn yet. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, if he's presenting his hand, don't I get the opportunity to, to, like, Uh, you know, fake it and then shank it? Sure, I'll hold my action for that. Yeah, he just kind of looks appraisingly around the room and says, you have done well and will serve well. (laughs) I'm not serving you. I don't serve anybody. You're in the presence of Melok the Magnificent, bub. His eyes narrow and he attempts to drive a sword through your skull. Wow. (laughs) No chill. 23 to hit. Yeah, you, you know that hits. I know, I just want to hear you say it. Okay. You take 12, 14 damage. All right. Uh, six of which is fire. As he retracts the blade from you. And then he, Ow! Will, <laughs> he will say, and that will teach you to hold your tongue. And then he will turn to you, Burn, and he will attack you. As he says, Paladin with scoff in his voice. That's a 24 to hit. Dealing you. My armor class went up as well. 18 damage. I don't think it went up to 24. (laughs) I went up to 20. You take 18 damage, seven of which is fire. Okay. I'm still standing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so do anything else? Can I do anything else in my turn? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my turn. Burn. Uh, let's see. Stole us. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna mess around. I'm just gonna attack this thing. Um, okay. let me see. Which one should I use? Um. Okay, uh, maybe I'll try Chill Touch. Okay. Let's see. Rolled a 12 on that. That does not hit. Damn it. (laughs) I never (laughs) ever hit my magic. (laughs) Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I only get one turn, right? Yeah, I guess you could move. <laughs> um, no, I think from where I am, I might just move as far back as possible to sure. avoid getting hit if I can. <laughs> yeah. Did you move towards Zanvin or towards the three? Uh, I'll move towards the three. Okay. Uh, Burn, that's your turn. Okay. Um, well, I only have like three hit points left. Um, I guess maybe use one of those potions of healing. Sure. That's 2d4 plus 2, I believe. Okay, 2d4. 
First one was a one, then a four, so five, and then plus so two. Two? Uh, mm -hmm. two each roll or just two total? Two total. It would be seven. So seven, okay. So I'm going to have 10 HP. Okay. Melok. Okay. My friends, sometimes the better part of Bala is knowing when you are outmatched. That being said, I think we should get out of here. <laughs> How far do you run, Malak? <laughs> huh? It's Ten feet to the ladder and twenty feet up. I do not run. Oh, but I do unleash a vicious string of insults aimed at this creature's mother. Oh, vicious yeah. mockery. Go ahead. But my warning's out there, but hopefully this yeah. can, uh, yeah, slow him down a bit. All right. Do I need to do anything for vicious mockery? Uh, it's a it's a wisdom save. Okay. That is 22. I guess you don't have a mother. <laughs> he cackles at you in his dark, flaming, I guess bright, flaming body as he looks at you. You have all no right, power all right, here. All right, all right. It's obvious. That's obvious. I'm, I have no power. What is it that you want? Why are you down here? Maybe we could just talk this out. You seem like a talker. I'm oh. a talker. Oh, yes. Yes, I am a talker. I require the 12 keys to the Arcane Forge. Oh. And uh, what do these keys look like? Oh, there are many different kinds. Some lesser, some greater. But if are I were to tell them? you, I would have to kill you. Oh. <laughs> well, see, that's... Which that's, I may just do for fun. I don't want... See, I'm trying to avoid just that. So, perhaps there's a freedom, way that you let us out of here. For you freeing me, child, you may go. But your what friends... What about my friends? Must stay. Especially it's, the paladin. Alright, I'll make you a deal. You see, we kind of need especially the big one. <laughs> we need him if we are going to successfully do absolutely anything. He's not that smart. He's not that good looking. But I tell you what. Yeah. He sure knows how to swing that big piece of steel. Thrice I have asked. Join me, leave, or die. If Okay, what if I join you? Do, I, do, we, do we get to keep the paladin alive? No. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why we're trying to reason with this dick. Is is uh, there any scenario in which that, my that friend over there gets to stay alive? <laughs> is there anything you'd like to do other than Christmas mockery? Uh, Bonus action. Can I movement? join him? I'll join him. I guess. You I'll join you. Fine. All right. Okay. Let's do this. You know, I didn't like Garen that much either. Sometimes it was really just one time that I didn't like him. Uh, he says, perfect. You will be an excellent thrall when I raise you from the dead. Oh, God. No, I don't know. On second thought, I'm out of here. I don't, I don't want to die. I don't like the dying thing. Okay. Are uh, you just going to move? <laughs> or what are you going to do? I, I, I'm going to start heading towards the ladder, and I'm going to make eye contact with Zanvin, like... What do, you, what do we do? <laughs> uh, okay, you move, which provokes an opportunity attack from this large creature. He said he'd let me leave. Oh, yeah, he did. 
He's not a man of his word. He's a death knight. God damn it. I told you we shouldn't. <laughs> that is a hot 20 to hit, my friend. Not a crit. You know that hot, hot 20, 20 hits. Hitting you for... Oh, it's only eight points of damage. I'm down. Melok crumples to the ground. How are you down? Because he already hit me through the eyeball for, what, oh, 17 shit, points of damage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he says, take pride, for you will rise just like the phoenix. Okay. Uh, that's Melok's turn. Uh, Zanvin. I would like to draw my short sword. Okay. With my free action. And then I will move uh, to attack uh, the soul knight demon thing. Sure. And I will attack him. Okay. You are within range of burn, so you get sneak attack. Uh, are you using katana or rapier? For the sneak attack, the rapier. Okay. What is the benefit? You said I because I'm next to burn. How does that work? Uh, so you are within five feet. So according to the rules of the rogue, as long as you're within five feet of an ally who is conscious, you gain the benefits of sneak attack. Uh, the other benefits of sneak attack would be from surprise or at advantage. Where's the rule about the five feet? Uh, it should be under sneak attack. He's helping you out. No, no, no. I just want to make sure that I can know like how I'm going to do this. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll just take your word. I'll use a sneak attack on the uh, the rapier. Okay. Uh, roll to hit is an 18 plus the dex, which is a 4 plus 2, so that's 18, 22, 24. That hits. And then the damage is 1d8 plus 4 plus 6. So the d6 is a 3. The d8 is a 7, so that's a 10. And then plus 4 is 14 damage. Nice. And then with the short sword, roll to hit is an 18 plus my dex, which is plus 4, so 22 plus 2 is 24. That would hit. And that's a d6 only. Mm -hmm. It's a 3. Okay. And then I will use my um, bonus action to move out of the way. So you actually use your bonus action to attack with the short sword because it's kind of as an offhanded attack. So you can move, but you would be preventing an opportunity attack. Mm -hmm. I see. I see. I see. So that would be the cunning action. I can't use that. Yes. So it's kind of either attack with uh, the second weapon or use cunning action. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right, it is his turn, and he will backhand you oh, with his wow. uh, sword here. Oh, man, I thought he was just going to backhand with his fist. Nope. His fist. Uh, 18 to hit. My armor class is 15. Okay, he hits you for... Five, 16 points of damage, five of oh. which is fire. Oh no. Okay, so I'm down. Okay. Shit. <laughs> no, it's the guy's out of our league. 
So do I start <laughs> taking death saving throws or that's next not, turn? Not until the end of this next turn. Okay. Uh, Burn, he will look <laughs> at you and he smiles as he drives his sword through you or tries to. Oh, yeah. that's a critical failure on my this end. This is a death knight. We are level two. Uh, does a 10 hit your armor class? No. Uh, my armor class is a 20. Or uh, uh, 18. Okay. He misses oh, yeah. you. And then he just kind of shrugs and he says next time. And uh, he will attempt to move past you. Okay. Does he get opportunity attack by Dean? He does. Hey. Well, I'm not going to attack him. What? If he's leaving, just let him go. Well, yeah. there's, we're in the same room. They can't go anywhere. No, he's going up. You see that? He's going up into the second level. He does. He begins to climb the ladder. Yeah, I'm not going to fire. I'm going to use my lay on hands to help. Um, <laughs> uh, he shuts the door behind him with a click and then proceeds to move out of your sight. Okay. <laughs> we can figure out how to get out of here together, but we need to help each other right now. Burn, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to use my lay on hands to pick up Melloc. Okay. Um, that's, uh, what is it? Yeah. Five times player level, five HP level one. As an action on turn, can heal a party member. And you can heal within touch range, so you, in theory, could heal Meloc and Xanvin. Oh, okay, well, yeah, let me help them up. Okay. How much cool. do you give each of them? Uh, do I have to roll for that, or? Uh, no, you have to split up the five, I think. Yep, you have, you can use. Well, five times player level. Yeah, so you have ten right now. Okay, I'll give them five each. All right. Whoop. You pop back up with five health. And you look around, and the nightmare is gone. Well, that was. We should try to get out of here. I agree. Yeah, he left us down here kind of in the lurch, so we need to get the hell out of here. Well, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna climb up that ladder. Okay. And give a little push on the door. How, how solid does it feel? Uh, the wood itself is solid, but it swings open. Oh, hey. he, didn't, he didn't even lock yeah. it? Yeah. I don't ah, think he it's... gives a crap about us. Yeah, he just curbs <laughs> off like as you, as you loser. Melog, pull your head out. You can see ghostly blue flames that have lit this room on fire with all of the stores, the statue, the desk, and everything else going up into a blaze. Oh, well, no. the only thing that hurts is my pride, but I think we're safe to get out of here. It's not my shit. Let's go. You we can fall. always uh, douse the place with water by going out through the well. Oh, yeah, we can. We're going to do that right now. Let's do that. I'll do that. I'm gonna so get super out of combat. Uh, how do you proceed? I go up the chimney. Okay. Whoosh, water pours out, puts out some of the fire, but not quite all of it. God damn it. I'm uh, gonna splish splash some of the water around to try to put out more of it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go up to level one and see if there's fire up there. Uh, there is. In fact, if you probably use most of your movement getting up here, burn. Okay. Put you guys back down. So, Meloc. You said we're out of combat. You are out of combat, Zanvin. 
Uh, I'll explain why here in just a second. Sorry, Burn. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be following Burn. Stolas. There's stuff happening in the background that I'm rolling for currently. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. What's your next move, uh, Malakan Company? Uh, Zanvin here at the top here. Uh, I'm going to grab some of the. Or how bad is the fire right now on the level I'm at? Uh, some of it. Let's play along. Let's do this. That's what's on I fire. I don't know. Is it even salvageable or is this place going down? Uh, well, it's well built, so you don't think the room will collapse or anything. It's just destroying the items within the rooms, more or less. I think we got everything we needed, though, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Okay, we just... I mean, if it burns, will his house collapse? His actual house house? No, because it's like a stone tunnel underneath. Did we get all the ale? Nope, I'm getting to that part here in just a sec, Devin. (laughs) Okay, I'll Uh, go up and join uh, Burn and Stolas and I guess the first sub-level one. Do you go up the secret exit or the non-secret exit? Uh... I'll go up the non-secret exit. Just to okay. Up. So you climb back out of the chimney and come up to level one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow and suit. Okay. Stay together as a team. I need burn and still lost to make dexterity saving throws. As these casks of ale that are on fire explode. Uh, is that a d20? Yes, sir. I got a 17. I rolled a 19. Okay. You guys take... 12 points of fire damage, which is half, as the fire spreads even more. Okay. Uh, Hold on. What's the alcohol content of this ale? Because typically... Dwarven ale. Aged in casks. Wait, how much fire damage? (laughs) So, So it's got the content of just straight hard alcohol. Yeah, it's just, just ever clear, pretty much. It just pretty explodes. Much. We took yeah. ten damage from the fire. Twelve. Oh shit! You know, I'm so I'm so annoyed right now. I'm just gonna say this: turn to burn and say, like, did he not think to warn us about that damn thing? Dude, I was <laughs> Like, leave that fucking stuff or pile of armor alone. Oh man. Well, it only turn the key right. By the way, guys, there's a death knight in the basement. Turn the fucking turn key, the key right, away. To the right, like freaking. Oh, I know you suggested turn it to the right. Dean said left first. I went with that one. Well, because keys unlock to the left. Like, yeah, that's I mean? the point, though. Nothing is as it seems. Oh, oh. Don't idea. worry. From from this point on, Zamden makes a suggestion. Melok will probably oh, no. listen to him. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you guys continue up to the top level? Yes. Let's not burn to death down here, please. Yeah, I only have one <laughs> HP, so I need to get the fuck out of here. We need well, to... got five. Oh no. No, I, I took. Five. I have only had thirteen after I used the potion. Oh and yeah, and now I only have more. six HP now. Don't worry, we could we could rest. Yeah, so let's get the fuck out of here. Maybe we can rest in the stables. Oh my god! I cannot wait to fuck up that soul demon. Yeah, we're gonna need a few more levels before we take on a death knight. 
I mean, I gave him a bunch of damage, and he wasn't even phased. No, you CR know, think, 17. On second thought, I think our first hint was the door specifically was like, do not enter, or do you're, not open. You're assuming I'm even <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, everything's on fire? Fuck. Uh, a couple things happen as you exit. <laughs> Blown to bits. Canceling the funeral. No, the show must go on. This funeral is happening. Oh, wait a minute. What's no. that swirly thing? He, oh, he, he brought Garen's body out from the bed. So as you exit this room, the top <laughs> part, which is made of wood and stone, uh, the thatch roof has caught on fire at this point. Uh, all the other items, he kind of has just drug his sword across and has caught fire or casted fire of some sort. Uh, he has grabbed the stone visage or what was left of Garen. Uh, and you see drag marts and scuffs on the floor. As you exit Garen's home, uh, Torvac is lying wounded uh, oh. kind of next to Garen. And Garen has been beheaded. Oh my god! In his stone oh. form. Okay, so uh, we're not saving him now. The I, I'm, is... I'm gonna go cast cure wounds on Torvin. Uh yeah. So give us one sec. Sorry, we're exiting out here. Uh, everything else is up in flames. Uh, mostly just the roofs because it's stone and wood, so it's gonna take some time to actually burn down. But uh, swirling as you see him move through a portal, he laughs at you and exits the scene. We just got yeah. Back. I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna dip straight to our downed druid buddy and uh, get him up, get him onto his feet. Um, come and on, I'm, you big softy! It's not that I'm bad. Immediately gonna punch him in the face and be like, "Did you know about this?" Uh, I only I healed him <laughs> ten points of damage. <laughs> Melak, you bring him back from the brink. Let's get everybody in here. Melak, are you? Over <laughs> you just sock him in the face. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. How how and, paladin of you? I mean righteous fury, gotta do you, man. It's true. Still loss. Alright, uh top to bottom. Let's go actually I'm bottom to talk. Melok, you heal him for ten points of damage. Awesome. He comes back from death's door. Uh as the wounds across his throat and body begin to close. Uh he looks around and deep sadness as he sees everything burning and he just starts mumbling no and then he sees Garen uh, as his stone body just destroyed missing hands and a head just crumbled out here on the ground yeah burn oh go ahead I was just gonna I guess investigate maybe like what the fuck is going on everything is on fire well, I mean, I asked the guy, like, what's his name? Timbus? Timbo? <laughs> wow. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, a second try on Torvin. that? Tor- <laughs> Wait, what is it? Torvin. 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 Not Timbus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's the guy from... Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the, <laughs> the line of the witch in the wardrobe? <laughs> Um, I guess ask him like what what was that creature like? Why was it down there? He said, Maybe "What? See if he knows." Have you done? We Do were you know how long it took us to imprison him. Who is it? Freed him. 
You didn't do it on purpose, guy. <laughs> I, like, I, no one thought it was a good idea to warn us that thing was down there. <laughs> he kind of shrugs and he said, well. You gave us free reign of the estate. <laughs> and you didn't say a yeah, like, this damn thing. Your fault, dude. I shouldn't have even healed you. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, hey, make yourself at home. Here's the goddamn key. He said, you would think something that is labeled do not enter would be respected. It wasn't labeled specifically to us. Uh, That could have been for you, his ward or whatever. And 50 years he was sealed and contained. This guilt trip's not working. We've already placed the blame squarely on you. Like, we'll probably end up cleaning it up because this is an adventure, but. Buddy, this is a night of the realm. I should fucking hang you for putting us in danger. Ooh, not a bad idea. He is in shock at the moment. Um, and it's Burns' turn. Okay, hang him. (laughs) Just kidding. I I hand hand Burns Uh, rope. uh, Okay, I see that there's a horse over there. Let me get it away from the fire because. No, yeah, uh, a perfectly good horse. We only have an ass, so <laughs> fiction, no, I have ourselves a lynching. <laughs> we don't say that. Marks, uh, as it's been cut in half, as if he took a move out of your book, Burn. Oh god, he cut my horse in half or the hey, horse? Oh, I forgot about the carriage. The carriage is also on fire. D- oh, damn it. Kind of say, oh, maybe the- Yeah, we only freed his dumbass. Well, you guys. <laughs> He offered to raise you in undeath. I don't know what's wrong with you guys, but I don't know why anyone would trust some, you know, fiery skull, dude. Yes. Is he fine? Is our he's dead? He's on fire, but he's still God damn it! That's one hot ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Burn. What would you like to do? It's your turn. I don't even get water from the well. I guess start putting some of these fires out. Yeah. But wait, the ass is on fire, but he's alive. He's alive. He's taking that like, ass. Okay, let me go pat that ass down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're able to put the flames out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll control for it. <laughs> like they're both asses in the game and be upset. Right. <laughs> uh, episode three. It's <laughs> your turn. Oh man. Oh, I don't even know where to start here. Yeah, you okay. Know. Um, do you guys want a second to take everything in with that? <laughs> Everything's on fire. What yeah. else is there to take in? <laughs> oh, it's just you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly don't know where to start. Everything's save, on fire. Save some of the flames we could cook that horse. <laughs> <laughs> Necrotic fire squids. Okay, so <laughs> I guess. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna fly up. Uh, oh, see if maybe I can to f- f- uh, flap the flames. Or that will make it worse. Oh, idiot! Oxygen, man. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. Don't you know this stuff? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see if maybe at some point in the distance I can see where this thing went. I don't know if he's setting everything on fire along the way, but. Yeah, uh, as you fly up, <laughs> pretty much all of Garen's rest is on fire, except for the training dummies, which should be on fire, but aren't. 
Uh, went over there too. No, they're not on fire. Gee, that's useful. Okay. What if it is? What if he did that on purpose or an accident? The aerial view, everything is burning. And there's uh, a key to his defeat in the training range. Oh man, who knows? Well, I'm gonna fly back down and just tell everybody everything's on fire except for the dummies. <laughs> well, I'm, let's head to the dummies, I guess. Oh no. <laughs> I just meant to say that they're not on fire. There's not anything special about it. Oh. <laughs> well, it's the only place that's not on fire to like Donald's if kitchen. You want to head down there, Melon? Go ahead. I'm just trying to get out. Like the oxygen level is just crap where yeah. we are. So I'm trying to go where there's not fire. Let's uh just breathe and take it in. I'll probably head down to the entrance of the estate right there. Just have a little peek, see. Watch it all burn down. All right. Melloc heads over here. Is that what no, you're where where you enter? Oh, over here. I guess I'm pointing at the screen, but you can't tell. Can't there's tell. nothing. <laughs> that's what it looks like right now. Uh, wow. Yep, that's what I'm looking at. Only blue. Looks like Australia circa a few months ago. You, Melloc, you walk away from the man who called you a thief, his home, which is now on fire. Because of you. And yeah. some, that is strapped <laughs> across your chest. Fuck you, it's your fault too. And I'm gonna... <laughs> but I didn't make him do it. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Yell at us. Hold on. Hold it down. You remember what he taught you as you walk out of the house about music, about life, as you watch it burn in ghostly blue flames. Yep. Now it seems like a good time to take the keg out of my self. And, uh, <laughs> it explodes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I take it out, set it down, sit down on top of it and uh, have myself a drink while I watch everything come tumbling down. Zanvin, it's your turn. Um. Well, there's not much I can do, so we should probably try to get this poor guy's body somewhere. Yeah, if maybe because I guess he took um, uh, Garen's head, so his body is still. Oh no, he yeah. just severed his head, so that you couldn't. Even if you could find a cure for, in time to to save him, he's he's now gone. What if he just like put cement between the two? <laughs> <laughs> rubber Lord cement Dean. <laughs> Elmer's glue. Hey, what is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's horse glue. We have a horse. So... That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's really nothing we can do, so I will take Garen's severed head and I will head to the training range and I'm going to bury it. Uh, bury it at the training range. Just right. the head? Motherfucker, I'm not gonna go in there and die. I'm gonna have like five hit points. Dude, I might go in there. The whole body. Yeah, his whole body. It's just been. Oh, his whole body is there. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll take the whole everything. I thought the body was still in the bed. No, see, he dragged it out. Remember? Yep. Well, we wouldn't be dragging nothing if you listened to me with the damn keys. So don't be coming at me with that BS. I did not listen to you. <laughs> All right. Zanvin, <laughs> you you walk through the courtyard and and it flashes in your mind about how. He taught you how to sword fight using yes. multiple weapons. You yes. see the cart that is going up in flames, and it reminds you about the time he took you to town and taught you bartering tricks and how to pickpocket money if you were really in desperate need. To only do it honorably. And as you look at the face of your mentor, 
broken. Literally. Just, and I feel I feel very uh, defeated because the skills that he taught me were not enough. Not enough. And I, I failed in my first time ever. Yeah. And I begin to dig, uh, solemnly dig a grave for Garen and put Garen to rest. All right. At Garen's rest. Oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dee's just got me cracking up right now doing this solemn ass scene. <laughs> He's just coming at us with the one liners. <laughs> what do you want to do? Wait, what does he want to do? What? Stolas, what would you like to do? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna join uh in trying to bury this poor guy. I mean he needs yeah. to be put, he needs to be put to rest respectfully. You uh it's the least I could do now that we've set <laughs> <laughs> you pick up his arms <laughs> his stony little arms kind of tuck one under each shoulder you glance back at the house <laughs> the thing that catches you is the bookshelf as the literature just burns all the knowledge that you were taught how you were taught to read the powers of magic that you learned and as you head towards the training dummies, you can still see the scorch marks where you originally learned how to fight as you joined Xanvin. I'd like to uh, put my loaded, my loaded dice in the hole. Oh. I'm now deciding that I'm going to not be such a charlatan, but really hone my skills and fight better and kind of give up on this. I, I think my ass handed to me a little bit too much back there. So I'm going to bury the 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 loaded dice that Garen gave me. Okay. Go ahead and remove those from your inventory. I shall. Uh, Burn, you put this ass out because it was a hot ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I remove it from the card because the card's probably still on fire. Yep. Oh, I forgot to draw the flames. You're right. And I walk the ass over to the burial are there any other pieces of him left yeah torso left and oh, i'll grab the whatever's left of him i'm a big guy i could carry it oh man that's his fuck funerals are sad <laughs> this is a little excessive just imagine how happy we'd be right now if you fucking turn the key right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, kumbaya I'm getting drunk on what the would it happen what, what we'll never happen. know. You you pass the forge, you pass the dummies, you pass the house. Pass the ass. And you pass the ass after you spank it and go by my lock. <laughs> and you see it in the, in one of the training dummies, the, the one chink of armor that he was never willing to fix because of the pride that he saw in you. It's this full cleave that starts at the shoulder. Goes through the neck and all the way down the torso. Oh yeah. With horse cutter, your force, your first sword. As you join the rest of them to put Garen to rest. Uh, Torvin will stand up, kind of shake himself off now that Malak has saved him, uh, and he will start uh, casting Ray of Frost as much as he can to try and quell the flames. Uh, while it doesn't help a lot, he's able to save them some of the walls and the foundation of the house uh, stables are just gone forge is gone 
but you still presumably have a place to stay the night. Sweet. <laughs> you gotta look for those silver linings. <laughs> I this is what it looks like right now. Melancholic <laughs> song. <laughs> I'm gonna grab that song of melancholy. I'm gonna grab that key that you didn't turn right. I'm gonna yeet the fuck out of it. Oh, the key! He kept the key. body. You have you activated him. God, we really goofed. A little bit of an understatement. I really appreciate that Cody had a we really fucked this up scenario. <laughs> I think I think he only had a, oh, I no, if I, he turned the key right, he would have been like, oh, you should have turned it left. See, that's I, what I'm curious about now, too. I will I will tell you after the game because I had it written a couple different ways. Oh what God. a guy. So because I wanted to give you full free reign of hey, do you free the big bad guy as your main antagonist, or do you Take this key and do something with it. So you chose the wrong direction, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sure you guys were gonna turn it right. God damn it. So would there have just not been a campaign had we turned it right? Or had uh, we just taken the key out? I had had some other plot hooks. All right, good job. You guys won. <laughs> no, I had some other plot hooks, but it would have been a different scenario, that's for sure. It's like you killed the kid and you didn't free the main bad guy. <laughs> Y'all fucking suck. <laughs> Uh, this yeah. session so, uh, was pretty bad. We tor- killed the kid. Freed the I'm, big bad. I'm, I'm pretty right. sure if Garen wasn't already made a sin, he'd be turning in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a. It's a good moment for us to grow from. <laughs> for sure. All right, hold, hold it down. We're almost done here. Almost done. Here, I'll mute everybody so we can get this. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, Torvin will offer the rites of remembrance after the flames die out and the house is mostly salvageable. Uh, he will pray over his body and ask that the spirits of the forest watch over this place as Garen's rest and that he may finally find some peace in death. <laughs> Even though he's been desecrated as you kind of chuck the piles of his body in. Was that a naughty little pun of peace and death? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, he found a lot of pieces of Yeah, I had to sneak that pun somewhere. Sorry. Um, yeah, as he's laid to rest, and uh, Torben will offer to help do some mending and says that you can stay the night if you wish. Uh, other than that, he will just kind of say that I guess the rest of the funeral will take place in a couple days when everyone else shows up. You will also administer as much as possible so you can take uh, full health. And then he asks if you need anything before he leaves. Uh, <laughs> One more time. Is it a time machine? <laughs> he just shakes his head uh, with tears streaking down his giant purple face as he. Uh, Wild shapes into a, a giant eagle and takes off. <laughs> okay. 
I think we've done enough damage here. I don't think we need anything else. <laughs> I really thought the low point of the session was when I flung the whole city into chaos. I was like, well, it can only go up from here. <laughs> right? That's <laughs> way worse. Yeah, that's our, uh, that's our game tonight. Oh, yeah. rest. And may he rest in peace. <laughs> That's too funny, man. Too funny. Uh, welcome to D&D. <laughs> oh, this is the, the after show. My name is Cody DeHay. I will be your host. How's everybody doing? Let's start with Zach. Zach, how are you doing over there, bud? Really wishing my boys turned that key right. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what changes do you think? How, how do you think this will change Xandon uh, for the future? Uh, well, I know at level three I get to pick a, a trait. So I'm gonna become an assassin, and mm. I'm going to avenge Garen's body. <laughs> Stoned by. Yeah, I was like, oh, we got two weeks. We could like find the cure. Doesn't matter now. Uh, what yeah. about you, uh, Burn? What uh, what's Burn feeling over here? <laughs> pretty devastated. Um, he got burned pretty bad. Yeah, he really got burned. Um, <laughs> Not only did his ass get eaten, but then his mentor <laughs> got killed. Officially. Um, but he didn't even get to attack the uh, skeleton dude, so... Oh, you had a chance. You had an opportunity to attack. Well, he almost killed me completely, and then he downed two of my allies. Your attack wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to waste night. an attack. I'm just going to get my friends up. So. Yeah, CR 17, we'd all have to be, like, level 10. Hey, you dirty metagamer? Yo, it's the post-game. We can talk about that stuff now, right? What, did you just Google <laughs> creatures? Oh, that makes me kind of mad. What? Did you Google it? Cody, you <clears throat> death knights at us left and right in the last session. Well, or the last game, not session. You guys are also. Cosmos has been bitch slapped by a death knight many times. He's level fifteen. Oh shit, he's level fifteen. No, I was going to say that they. No, were, the death knight is challenge 15. rating seventeen. They are. They are nasty creatures. They I used a variant of Death Knight from one of the books I had that's a little stronger as a main villain. Yeah, stronger. Hitting so high. Needs 23 to hit, like god damn. And and there's a 23 hit, and you're sitting there with your level two party, like waiting for us to actually respond to that. Yeah. Just, just so that you could be just so you could get the pleasure of hearing <clears throat> it. Like, I, have, I have two things left. Number one, welcome to third level. God, you're sick. Yeah, everyone make sure you level up like in the two weeks between now and the next stream beforehand. <laughs> so we're not doing it mid-game. I, I will say, uh, as the moonlight bathes over Karen's rest or what's left of it, uh, what? How? How do you spend your night before we leave here? Uh, curled up in the fetal position, crying. Okay. <laughs> I will rest on top of the little <clears throat> dirt pile next to one of the training dummies. Just, just cover yourself in dirt as a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Full solid snow. Oh, I'm gonna get my dice out of the dirt. From the blaze. I'm gonna be reading that one book. You said I have to read it every night for like a week. Yes, for alchemy. See, good job, Stolas. Nice, Melok. Well, Melok's gonna probably just strum around playing some songs. He's pretty. So the closure was nice. He he likes closure, right? In this situation, needed closure. 
What he doesn't really like is that the closure wasn't on his terms. <laughs> Melloc does like it when things are on his terms. So having that robbed for him sort of gives him a bit of a bone to pick, and he intends to pick it the only way he knows how, which is obnoxiously. To steal. I mean, borrow. Uh, Dean, as you're laying out there and the moonlight hits you, you feel the vibration of magic search through the pommel of your sword. Okay. As you notice, the runes begin to glow one at a time, charging themselves by the power of the moon. Oh. You grasp the sword, and you can feel its power as a blade of force erupts from a broken blade. Hell yeah. 